Hello, and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-comic fans talk about controversial and noteworthy comic books and comic book history. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And Ryan is trying to keep us as non-comic fans by making us read... <laughs> Infinite Crisis. That's all I kind of... giving the full comic experience. <laughs> this, I, I, said, I said when we started like a long time ago, I hate tie-ins, and Ryan said... Everything around time is usually better than time itself, and now you see that you get the experience yeah. where everything around time is better than the actual. Also, itself. reading through this, I was like getting flashbacks. Like you must have talked about this around me a lot because when it's like <laughs> Earth Prime, Earth One, Earth Two, Earth X, I'm like, I've heard this bullshit before. I just don't remember when. <laughs> like when we when I read this for the second time, I uh, that's when like a senior year of, of college. Okay. So me and Ryan are arguing this, about this a lot, and we'll okay. get into our arguments okay. as we get into this episode. Yeah. So we will be covering Infinite Crisis one through seven and the. Infinite Crisis Secret Files and Origins 2006 issue. Primarily, the, the main series is written by Jeff Johns with art by Phil Jimenez, George Perez, Jerry Ordway, Ivan Reyes, and Andy Lanning. And oh, what is what is there to say about Infinite Crisis? I, this is going to be a divisive episode for, actual, for sure because I know Ryan loves it. Uh, I think so... Sly hates it. I think Daryl is going to hate it. And I actually kind of like it a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> going so... to hate it? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan already said like this is the worst thing we've ever read. I think. Um, so one thing that I do just want to say right on top is rereading it. I actually was not as enamored as I used to be. Oh, ultimate syndrome, which was very interesting. But the main thing that I want to contextualize with this is like the first big event written by Jeff Johns, who became like the architect of DC. And I know, don't at me. Day of Vengeance came out earlier, but whatever. Who cares? But. <laughs> Jay of Judgment, whatever, it doesn't matter. But this was a you. sequel. Yeah. How dare <laughs> this you? This was. <laughs> this is a sequel to the 1986 Crisis on Infinite Earths, and so this is the only time that the name sounds the same as on purpose because it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. It's actually a sequel, sequel to the uh, Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like other ones yes. are just choosing that title for. Yes, uh, this is actually a direct sequel. Wait, did we read a Crisis Infinite Earths? We never, no. we never read it. It's, it's, uh, it's, okay. Every issue is it's like twelve issues, double double size. And you guys will just hate it. It's it's, it's like because I tried to read it in college because Ryan had it. I'm like, this seems important because this merges all the DC worlds into like one universe. And I couldn't get through the beginning because it's a bunch of like people in the jungle talking. I'm like, I know no <laughs> one. This is boring. Oh wait, so yes, when I, they talk about and, and there's too much talking, and I want the pictures. I want them yeah. to show up. <laughs> Fuck this. I so, like Crisis on Infinite Earths, but it is truly like reading yeah. a comic book. It, it is for people like me. I fucking love that book. But, yes. Um, wait, it, it, is, so, it is doing homework. So when they talk in this story about the merging of the worlds, that they're referencing Crisis on Infinite yes. Earths. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So okay. before, before, like when DC started out, it was there was a Golden <laughs> Age and it was a Silver Age, and basically until Crisis on Infinite Earths, like. All the, there's like all these different because uh, because like Golden Superman was different from Silver Superman and so they had he had all these different worlds to explain why things were different. So some stories will happen on Earth two, some stories will happen on Earth one to try to keep them all in continuity while not like contradicting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually not comics' fault; it's actually conservative America's fault because the Golden Age of comics ended when the government was like, "You can't be good anymore. You have to just have like stupid aliens." So they're like, "Okay, this is a different universe then." Yeah. So. Yeah, and so what happened was Crisis on Infinite Earths was like, uh, we're going to reboot the DC Universe. And not, not everything got fully rebooted, but some characters did essentially get fully rebooted, like Superman and Wonder Woman. And basically, they're like, when we reboot it, let's simplify it, because we want to make it for uh, new readers, basically. Let's have one big, like, massive comics, book-learning, history shit, and then now it would just be just for new readers. Like, uh, and that's where uh, you get a lot of, like, 
Batman Year One, uh, where which is the basis for Batman Begins. That's where Alfred becomes the guy who raises uh, Bruce Wayne. So yeah, yes. and that's the post-crisis Batman. So that race. actually, yeah. all this backstory makes me like this comic less because I thought they introduced these other Earths like in this, and I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> like how they're like they're like this poss- no. different possibilities. This, this the way this world could have developed, but instead it's, it's the like, opposite. Okay, that's, that's Jeff, Jeff Jeff Johns was a fan of the old universe and he wanted to bring it back and that's the whole point of the story arc he wanted to bring back the multiverse and there were some exceptions that made it very messy but for the most part the dc universe from 1986 to this was pretty cohesive and like pretty i think easy to digest where like the golden age stuff it was just like the the metal hat flash guy and they were just around during world war ii and then they retired and then like barry allen and hal jordan came out like that kind of you know, like it was it was one cohesive universe and then they were like, Let's bring back the multiverse. Be- I don't know why, but then I don't know why either. It's, 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 <laughs> the way they had it was good. They, yeah. They the way they had it was really good. So one of the things that I just want to say for my personal like experience with this book is I actually read Infinite Crisis way after I was like kind of ingrained in the DC universe because I was reading lots of different franchises piece by piece and I didn't really read like events so a lot of the things that I thought happened in this book actually happened in other places when I was reading it I was like can't wait for this to happen and then it ended I'm like oh that's not in this book is it Hmm. yes I also can't I can't ahead, believe ahead, that. I can't believe how much countdown and the Omeg project don't actually really come up in this. Though. Yes, I was like, which, which, which is, is what I actually, I, I actually like that about DC events. I like how you, do, you like you don't know exactly what's going to happen in main events itself. It could be completely different. I, I like, I, I like not having one year dedicated to one specific plot. I like having multiple plots like building towards one thing. I kind of like that. And setup. it also means I don't have to buy like 20 different yes. titles and track down a checklist and all this stuff where I could just like have picked up Infinite Crisis 1 and been like, okay, there's lots of these weird robots here, but like that's pretty much all like it's it is relatively more self-contained. Yeah, my beef story my beef story, <laughs> my beef story <laughs> is that it could have done that way better. My the biggest problem um is I'll just say this up front because it has. I'm just gonna summarize the side subplot because it's nothing to do with the main plot, basically. Uh, in the story, magic is fucked up because the Spectre did some shit. The Spectre is basically like God's angel of vengeance on Earth, and throughout the story, he keeps fucking shit up and he, like he kills all the random magic users and stuff like that. It has nothing to do with the main story yes. and just makes it confusing. Yeah, so you're thinking self-contained. It starts with Wonder Woman snapping a guy's neck, who we have to have read the other thing for, and then it shows this <laughs> giant space battle between like every that, thousands but- of characters. That happens pretty quickly, but the main plot... Like, yes, when you first start it, you're like, what the hell's going on? But the main plot is pretty much, like, in this yeah, book, yeah. where you're following the characters yeah, but, in this but, book. But I, I would contest that, like, 50% of Infinite Crisis is actually other stories, like, kind of next to this entire thing. Okay. Or at least I maybe for, true. like, the first, like, five issues. Like, there is, there is a main plot here... But it's yeah. always, like, it's in between every other page of, like, mm. hey, yeah, here's what's going on with these characters. Here's what's going on with that. And, like, yeah. Sly, summing up the Spectre, that is a good way for, like, the reader to digest it easier. To be like, you know, there's just Spectre stuff going on in the background. But, again, when you're reading it, he just yeah. keeps coming up. Yes. And I'm like, I got no goddamn clue what's happening And he keeps here. busting out of people's bodies and murdering people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, which, I, which I was in favor of, because that was fucking cool. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, yeah, it's a good main story. Like, so that's him. the main thing that I wanted to mention, why I contest 
contextualize it that way for me because when I, by the time I read Infinite Crisis, I knew a shit ton of these characters and I was reading it as part of like a, I'm going to read this event and write all these tie-in lead-in books and everything. So I didn't realize how disjointed this actual book was until I was reading it on its own. I'm like, Mm. oh wow, this magic stuff really doesn't matter at all. Yes, and so... There's a whole uh, bunch so, of stuff. Like I, have... yeah. There's Whatever. a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I want I, I do agree with Daryl, and then Daryl and if Daryl. So I. If, if Ryan was yes, maybe so this won't be so... as divisive as I think because I I also want to clarify at least for my end because I just told them I hated this book. I actually I enjoyed probably Heroes in Crisis more, and that's probably like oh my god, very awful. Yeah, that but, I but definitely. What I would that. say <laughs> is this is not a worse book than that. This is not the worst mm, book I've read, okay. but it was not fun. And Heroes in Crisis yeah. was fun. Okay, so but this okay. is the part of you that likes like the Game of Thrones TV show later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, and, and one, the very, so very I, I, just want to, I just want to clarify. Okay, go ahead. It's not synopsis, because we have to get what the story's about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So this story is about, it's a story about Batman, Wonder Woman, and uh, Superman. And a lot of Supermans. Why, yeah, so, so the story is, when Crisis on Infinite Earths happened, uh, basically, all the roads were being blown up by this creature called the Monitor. And at the end, they had a, they had a, they had a decision point: which Earth do we save? And they ended up they ended up saving the Earth that we know, the one that Definition of Superman happened in, the one where Batman Year One happened in. Yeah. And they let Earth Two die. And so this story is: look what happened since then. Look at what happened since with, with, with Green Lantern, Trinity Evil, with uh, Wonder Woman snapping Max Lord's next. Bane uh, all this, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a meta commentary on how yeah. dark comics. The question are. is: the question of the story is. Uh, the the, the RF two characters are now like, did we save the wrong universe? Uh, with that synopsis up front, that is kind of why I liked it. Even mm-hmm. though I, I kind of agree with Daryl that it's not this is not an enjoyable read. <laughs> I did not enjoy reading it. But when it was done, I was like, I liked the meta commentary where they're like, comics have gotten so dark, and they're kind of talking about it in this like in universe way where they where they show scenes of like Superman getting killed by Doomsday and all these other dark things happening. And I assumed it was the writers being like. You know, comics have gotten so dark. Like this, this world that we saved mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like shitty, yeah. and that's kind of interesting. And that's why the thing, like for me, is I don't. I'm not saying I don't like this book because, as someone with all the history and reading all the times and everything, I look back still after reading this very, very fondly at this era of DC. And I, I also book, like this book. Spoilers: I also like this book. Yeah, but. and what this book like. What plots converged into it and what plots converged out of it, I still really, really like it, but reading it as a standalone event, I was very shocked at how, like, tougher it was to get through than I remember. And for me, I like that theme a a whole lot, too. It's just that I got that in Flex Mentallo, and it was fun to read. Mm. Whereas here, I'm reading this, and it's like, I I can't follow all these things. I just have to be like, okay, whatever happens. And plus, the logistics of this universe just don't make sense. It has to get to a lot of points where it's just like, things are happening. This is crazy. Uh, That's actually such a fascinating comment, Daryl, because so many people talk about the Jeff Johns view of comics as, like, a watered down or like subverted version, not intentionally subverted of Morrison's politics, where it's, it's like, like a for it's like a mainstream view. Yeah, yeah Hollywood Hollywood version of it. Yeah, basically. but yeah. that's yeah, I, yeah. I, it's so fascinating to me that you came to that conclusion because that is such a common 
like complaint on Jeff Johns, and I love Jeff Johns, but like I've heard that from diehard, like buy every single issue of every book kind of people <laughs> yeah. that he is the popcorn version of Grant Morrison, mm. and, and especially that's, because it's that's like so cool to see you guys come to that conclusion <laughs> like immediately. Um, it's definitely true because like Flex Mentalo did this, it, it tackled the same ideas, but this is like that, but all fighting all the time. Like they never yeah. stop yeah. punching each other with every character in every universe just punching each other. Yes, and shoot no, not just punching. Yeah. I wish it was more punching. It's mostly them shooting beams. <laughs> They're mostly just yeah. shooting beams. And Flex Mantello was a whole decade. It's, it's, it's very much the Marvel Marvel syndrome where everyone's just flying at each other. Action happens. You don't even know who wins with fight. They have a lot of big space scenes it, in this whole story, uh, too. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just like... I, it's not even like Marvel syndrome because it's a lot of it is just looks and feels like nonsense. It's chaos. Yeah, which, and which like, fits, yeah, it's, which it's which fits narratively, it's but it's like it's too much chaos. Yeah, I, I agree. Where you have characters, like a thousand characters, all flying to the center of the universe, and like <laughs> it makes me think, like, so they're all flying, they're all shooting beams, and apparently, like, everyone is the same speed and the same strength at this mm. point because mm -hmm. they have to, for the plot reasons, because they have so many people on panel. They, I'm like, this can't be the. These guys can't all be the same speed and same strength. Like, yeah, yeah. How can Superman that, get that, to the that is Marvel syndrome because Marvel syndrome is. Where, where everyone in the war scene like they get yeah like, Captain America is as strong as the Hulk or for some reason yeah, exactly. or whatever and and like that like for mm -hmm. me it, the person like I always want the, the the logic of the universe to be consistent and I'm like everyone just becomes the same like uh, yeah. either yeah. green That's green great. beam or yellow beam yeah. For me, it's not even just the logical universe. I think it's more interesting storytelling when you make the uh, individuals matter. And so yeah, not, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. it's like the, the people, the on-the-street heroes have to do on-the-street stuff rather than like, hey, Nightwing, let's go fight like Superman. Yeah, Nightwing is a major part of the story. Spoilers. Batman's psychic Nightwing who is just a guy who can throw batons. And he's in the fight. Everyone's like, we're going to murder him because he can't fight. <laughs> well, there's a there's an editorial reason why that's yes, the case. Yes, but it's dumb. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, it's not good. But uh, so I think now we've danced around it long enough let's start with yes. infinite crisis number one strap in so uh the story opens with, with why are we here which is a very good <laughs> narration <laughs> <laughs> they forgot haven't they that's what narration says mm -hmm. and so it opens with batman superman and wonder woman they're in the, the, the justice league watchtower has been destroyed off panel it actually happened in the justice league book mm. okay, okay so it happened you. but happened off comic lower yeah reading. yeah it's not from this yeah, yeah. okay and so they're, they're batman superman and wonder woman are investigating him and uh, apparently the world's going to hell according to Wonder Woman. And basically, there's chaos in the streets, and everyone's everyone's afraid. And Superman's the like, "Yes, are like you... permanently red throughout this." And there's a whole bunch of like gangs just fighting. Like, yeah, they're killing the cops constantly. Yeah, and Nightwing the... City, like, there's just a gangs rioting or something. Oh, that's blood. Yeah. The Riddler literally says, "Like, uh, what's what stinks while living, but death smells good." And he's like, "Pigs," as they kill cops. <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, this is fucking." Yeah, yeah this is very edgy. <laughs> what's happening? Like, and and yeah. not only is not only because what's happening in the red sky is also like there's thousands of Omax just destroying the world. I guess. And yeah. at like as this, when he says the world's going to hell, it's not like Earth. It's like the universe is being like just ripped apart constantly. Like throughout the whole <laughs> eight issues, there's just like tears in the fabric of space time. It, well, it, it makes more sense later on than yeah. here where it starts and it's just like there's a lot of chaos happening yes all right so uh and what superman says it's your fault uh, everyone's scared of us because of you you fucking because wonder, wonder woman killed max lord on yeah. tv yes so he's, he's which to me is one of the like i just i i don't know if it's because i like i'd stand wonder woman for some reason or not but i'm like this isn't that big of a deal she killed someone that was mind controlling superman but there. but <laughs> the general populace didn't know that they but, see oh, but her then snap you explain, the neck you're like oh hey up. this guy can mind control superman to murder everyone 
also, but my mom's Santa seems like not a big deal because now we're used to Wonder Woman being a killer, uh, like not like murderer, oh, but like like Batman. Like we're used to we're used to especially in popular culture. Mm-hmm. But uh, like in two thousand six, those those uh, still superheroes don't kill kind of mentality. So, so Daryl, mm-hmm. you're saying that Wonder Woman should have just made her case in the marketplace of ideas, <laughs> and the general populace would have obviously listened to the moral leader. Yeah, and, no, and I that would was, say that people actually... people. I don't feel that people would be like she's an awful person if they learned that he, she, she was a she villain. She's an influential person. They would have they would have listened to her. I, I, I also think because well, the idea is because Wonder Woman is like the symbol of uh, like she's like a heroic symbol. Mm-hmm. So no people don't view her as, as a killer. I they thought that was uh, Wally West. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the, in the movies, like you have to think. You have to, don't think about it as the Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman doing this. Think about it as Linda. Uh, what's her name? Um, Linda the, Carter. Sam, Linda Carter doing this. Like it's, it's more like or like Christopher Reeves doing this. I feel Superman. Mm. Like it's a more like Silver Age kind of mentality. Uh, where yeah, I can't imagine a movie where Superman snaps. But how, how much controversy was because of that? Like because of yeah, snap. yeah, absolutely, yeah. exactly. All right, so this is my problems, my problems with the earlier issues of the story. It comes to Superboy. He's watching TV, seeing all the skies turn red of blood, and all his friends, the Teen Titans, fighting uh, Omax and uh, random shit. And uh, Mom and Pa can't are with Superboy. So this is the same Superboy from uh, Death from Sure Superman. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, wait, okay. which one? The one, the, the one with the, the earring? The, the, the clone. Metropolis the clone. Kid. Yeah. yeah, Metropolis Kid. The clone one. The one, the one with the earring and the jacket. Yes. yes. Okay. So he, he basically, like, he's not more mature now, but... Um, okay, he's no longer a super boy. That was, yeah. Well, that's, that's a small thing that, that got to me. This is a man. Like, throughout yeah, this... That, this, that, this that pissed me off with the, with our later The drawings make some look like a man. No, not just that. When another character comes up, I want to bring up, I'm like, why are you super boy if you're the only fucking superhero? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so he's my problem. With, uh, uh, so his, his reason why he's so, like, has, like, has to jump in. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, this is not said in the story at all. Yeah, it's not said in the story. He's recently f- found out that he's Lex Luthor's clone too. When, <laughs> when he clones, <laughs> when he, when he clones, I think it's an interesting concept. When they clone Superman, they didn't have, they couldn't have enough, enough Superman DNA to fully clone, to fully replicate Superman. So Lex Luthor imparted some of his own DNA into Superboy. So now okay. he's, yeah. Can I tell a story though? Yes, go about ahead. it. So when Superboy came out in the '90s during Death and Return of Superman, a young boy wrote a letter saying, "Hey, you should make him a clone of Lex Luthor." And DC wrote back and said, "No, that's stupid." <laughs> and then that boy, ten years later, was given the job of writing Teen Titans, and that boy's name is Jeff Johns, and he said, "No, that's canon now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck you." <laughs> That's amazing. I thought it was just yeah. DC taking his idea and being like, screw no. you. But instead, no. it's like, I run the company now. <laughs> yeah. And so what happened was right before the story, Lex Luthor possessed uh, Superboy's body, like using some DNA clone, whatever. Yeah, and had course. him beat the shit out of his uh, his whole team because he's Superboy. Yeah. And he like broke Wonder Girl's arm and like all this stuff. So he's like, I can't be trusted. I'm a monster. I'm just going to sit in a f- tent. That would be nice if house. they mentioned it because I was like, yes, he's yes. just like, uh, I'm crying while the world is destroyed. I thought this was like a completely new character unrelated to everyone else. And he was just like, maybe he's another Superman from time that got like sent. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sad that his parents and home planet's blown up so he's like I don't want to be a hero for a also, planet also not know. mentioning that is so stupid because later they keep yes. talking about a superman and a, Le- and a Luther can never get along and it's like it would it would be interesting t- in my mind if I could have thought about the fact that one of them exists yeah. as, a, as a single entity yeah, yeah. and yeah. it also should super be it should really be mentioned here because Superboy not making a difference here like Superboy staying home is a huge catalyst for this plot yeah yeah. so, so here's, here's so that's the problem with Jeff Johns in general uh, uh, has Problem with Flashpoint too, and I remember I, I said the Flashpoint Flash movie Point? was better. Yeah, okay. yeah. I remember I said I said I said the movie was better that that com- the video the animated movie was better than the comic and and, and Ryan disagrees saying oh the movie's more gory and stuff like that. I'm like sure, 
It's more confident though because it sets up the players beforehand, which Jeff Johns has yeah, trouble doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this, this, this comic does not set up the players well enough beforehand. Superboy should establish all that because he's a major player in the story. There's a part of me that's like maybe this is oh, kind of loyal to Crisis on Infinite Earths because did that didn't that's that not fair. give a shit about that's yeah? Fair. But, but, he's, but the problem is like Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, the, the main characters now are like this new character called the Monitor, another character called the Harbinger, Alex Luthor, all these new characters. Well, th- this is about. Batman didn't matter at all in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like, mm-hmm. this is very much the three the three main most important mm-hmm. DC characters in, in in mainstream universe are the main main important three most important characters. Yeah. In the story, like Crisis on Infinite Earths didn't care about anything except it was just going full like we, we don't care. But this is trying to go halfway and it's yeah, not that's, me- that's not true. meeting you halfway. <laughs> We're never gonna get through this. I'm so just gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, so we get huge exposition scenes that really don't matter of just like magic is broken and like whatever or and it's then, just like donna troy talking with starfire and supergirl and nightwing on a roof and they're just and, talking and the omax are like new program truth and justice which after all of this i'm like i don't know what that is yeah yeah and so so they have they show they show uh, also show cuts from the danagar whatever war i forgot what they're fighting the ram war which yes. is, no, is really that what this is i don't think i thought this was it, like a, a a black like a not even a black hole like a rift in the universe opening up and just eating up galaxies. Like I think, I think it crosses over the Grand Time War. I think uh, that, 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 that's, I think that that whole shit doesn't like. If, 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 I think this whole Jeff Johns' whole thought process should have been like, if it's not contributing to the main theme and main point, it should have been cut because yeah. it should have been focused on Batman. There are a beginning. lot of of shots of this space stuff, and it's always like fleets of complete. They look like they're <laughs> mishmash fleets from like every alien race in the, in existence, and yeah. they're all different colors and shapes and everything. And you have. Around them, a million flying people of different colors, and then you always have like something is just eating the universe, and they're all like trying to fight this thing, this storm. Yeah. I don't know. And one of the problems too is the way it's paced is it's not like a whole scene of this; it's a page of yep. this, yeah. then something else. constantly throughout. Yeah, it's a page of that. Issues. Then you go to Gotham, and you're like, all right, the Riddler's teaming up with <laughs> yeah. this guy that can't say any vowels. Uh, his name is Murmur. His he sewed his lips shut. <laughs> so, so finally, let's get to actual problems. <laughs> There's so yeah. many characters in this that I'm like, this is why comics are deserved to be. Like, we should burn. we should do a Patreon episode just on this goddamn Uncle Sam. <laughs> I, I, so, I actually liked him. Oh yeah, my so, god! So it's funny you mentioned that you like him because uh, uh, he's the only survivor of this next few pages. <laughs> what happens is, yeah, the Uncle Sam and and his what the Freedom Fighters or whatever. Uncle Sam is like Uncle Sam. He's with his own, his own team. I forget the name, but it doesn't all, like, matter. Older, it doesn't matter. But, so it doesn't matter. But they, they focus a lot of pages on them. So you go, you go. Yeah, the rest of this comics just about them. Uh, uh yeah, Uncle Sam apparently bested Paul Bunyan in arm wrestling and outplanted Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> so this, Uncle Sam and his team. I forget why they go to the warehouse and fucking matter. They're they looking for something. Yeah, and they find all the supervillains there, basically. <laughs> and all the supervillains just fucking kill them. Uh, it's actually, like, so brutal. They're like, hey, this team, nice to meet them. And then it's, for some reason, you're like, I guess Sinestro and Bizarro, and I guess this other Flash who's yellow is Reverse Flash, maybe? Mr. Zoom yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah Professor <laughs> Zoom. Flash. Professor Zoom. Uh, that's actually, that's that's just Zoom, guys. Yeah. Not Professor whatever. Zoom? No, Professor Zoom's been dead for, like, 20 years, but whatever. They're, they're whatever. two different guys? <laughs> <laughs> So the Legion of Doom shows up and kills everybody. That's the. Are these guys team. normally a team? Are they normally a team together? Yes, they're they're they're, 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 they're from another company that DC acquired, oh. and they usually show up as a team together. And it pisses me Not off. Not the Legion I, of Doom, the Uncle Sam and the, the Uncle Sam. Team, oh no, yeah. okay. But these these villains, do they ever work together before this? Yeah, no, that's, that's why. That's why. Well, they do, but like this is a big twist that they're working together now because it's a conspiracy. I forgot to call Legion of Doom. What are yeah, called? Legion of Doom or the yeah, Injustice yeah. Gang or whatever the fuck <laughs> title they had this time. Yeah. yeah. So what happens? So they get murdered. This whole thing should have happened off off page because 
It, uh, all it is is just edgy. Like, oh, all these heroes die. This doesn't make you feel bad. Like, Mark Millar wrote This it. was reminding me of, like, how you guys said your common complaint, which if this is our first episode, welcome to Divisive Issues. <laughs> but it's about how you, like, just see listeners. You just show them so that they can get killed brutally. Yeah, so yeah. you can be yes. like, isn't this world edgy? Now, like, in the beginning, I'm like, this is cool because this raises stakes. But now I've gotten to the point where I can recognize, like, when this team was going in. And then you have all these villains show up. I'm like, someone's getting shanked here. Someone's getting, like, all of legit them. killed. Yeah. yeah. Everyone except Uncle Sam and the Ray, who's reported and for arbitra- arbitrary this. reasons, basically. Yeah. So so while this is happening, uh, Mongol from The Death of Man, this dark side... I don't know why the fuck he's here. He shows yeah, he just shows up. He fights Batman. He a fight scene for Batman Superman Wonder Woman. At the Justice League, like, the ruins of the Justice League, he just shows up He's like, I'm gonna fight you all, and he loses because <laughs> he yeah. can't. Was he supposed to be smart? Was I wrong? He was fucking a warlord, like to conquer planets. Oh, okay, all right. So he's not supposed to be that. Yeah, smart. warlord. You fight solo, one v one me. Yeah. No, but he like conquered planets. Like he was. Yeah. Like, he to Wouldn't he have like an army instead of whatever? Yeah. So <laughs> what matters? The punch. The, the, the meme. The only thing matters is the meme that happened when Batman afterwards. Uh, Batman is like, Superman, you should be down there on Earth, not here fucking uh, doing this investigation shit. You're supposed to be inspiring people. Let's face it. The last time you inspired people was when you were dead. Superman's like, oh shit. <laughs> I like that. But then <laughs> we do get a panel of Uncle Sam drowning in a puddle of oil, which I'm like, oh, this is 2006. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> also, uh, Wonder Woman goes to kill Mongol, and Superman stops her, and they're like, what are you doing? How could you dare kill this warlord who conquers planets? And Batman's like, that's the... Because she's like, there's no other choice sometimes. And he's like, that's the kind of thinking that leads to mind wipes. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so so story ends. It's just the whole thing is being observed by the, the surviving Earth 2 characters. And they're, and so Earth 2 Superman says, this is like a job for Superman. He breaks through the, the, the reality glass. bubble. And also, glass, uh, again, glass. I thought this was cool because I'm like, oh, these guys are being introduced for the first time. <laughs> wait, 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 but Phil, to be fair, that's the, that, that, that means the story was doing his job. If you thought, if you, if you didn't think, oh, this has to be a history, but, and you yeah, thought it was a cool true. concept. That's true. And also, yeah, I read so, this before Christ on Infinite Earths, and Christ on Infinite Earths did come out 20 years earlier. So, like, for most know, people, this was the okay. introduction. All right. <laughs> yeah, and so, just to quickly sum up the characters, there's Earth 2 Superman, uh, who was the Golden Superman. Is his, uh, Lois Lane, his wife. Earth 2 Superman's the old Superman, if you ever heard, hear us refer to him. He's got, like, graying hair. Old Superman, yeah. And he's also, yeah. like, he's real lovey-dovey with his uh, wife, Lois Lane. Old yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah, and so there's Alex Lufour. Alex Lufour was the son of Lex Lufour on, on an Earth where all the superheroes were evil and Lex Lufour was the only good guy. Mm-hmm. So Alex, and Alex Lufour was, I forget what he did in the first crisis, but he was like the king of saving. It's everyone. weird yeah. because he's the son of Alex, like he's the son of Lex Luthor, but it would be if Lex Luthor was Superman instead because they were Kryptonians and then they sent Lex Luthor away in a little rocket ship to, really? I think, Earth. That's what it showed in the flashback, right? I forget. Because it, it did, because his dad had a big L on his Sure. Yeah, he did. A lot of places in the earth is building up to Alex's Alex's like birth. I forget because he he's he does like, have yeah, like yeah, yeah. he does have powers. I mean, it's not yeah. he's not a regular yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the final guy is uh, Superboy Prime. Uh, so Superboy Prime came from a universe. So Earth Prime was our universe. Our universe, and Superboy Prime was a comic book fanboy. And so like when he first met Superman, he's like, "Wow, Superman!" And Superman, Superman, Superman Christ in the Earth, Supergirl died. 
And uh, Superboy Prime met him right after that. And uh, Superman's like, like, oh yeah, my, my cousin died. Superboy Prime, uh, Superboy Prime was like, wow, not an imaginary story, not, not reality. Supergirl really died. And Superman's like, what are you talking about? Oh, sorry, uh, you don't know about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so he's he's a comic nerd basically who became yeah. like a superhero. Oh, oh. I remember you talking about him in college, and I I yeah. didn't realize this was the same guy. That yeah. sounds. Uh, I know none of that. Uh, <laughs> All right, so that's why he's called Superboy, because he did meet Superman before this. Okay. Yes. Because I was like, if you're the only superhero, why would you choose to call yourself Superboy as a, like as an adult? Yeah, during Crimson of Earth, they went to Earth Prime, okay. and like he was the only survivor. Okay. Yes. Also, fun fact, uh, Grant Morrison's Superman in All Star Superman is technically Superman Prime. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, that's, only, that's only for Ryan and people who read Superman also. or Superboy Prime? Uh, so, so, Superman Prime in Grant Morrison's, but if you know um, All Star Superman, is very optimistic and very positive view of Superman, so it's funny thinking that's technically the super, <laughs> Superboy growing up. All right, issue two. I'm gonna try and figure out how to even go through this because it's just jumping from place to it place. It opens with Animal Man, and this is one of the only parts I really like about this is because he just seems like a cool like dad. And yeah. there's just oh, not yeah. enough. There's not enough married family men that are superheroes where they're. He was like, like no. the first big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just cool to see that. And thanks to Grant Morrison, by the way, Grant Morrison. Yes, really. Then we. Yeah. God yeah. damn, do I like that guy. <laughs> Then immediately we jump to like a bayonetta level where there's like these faces and <laughs> angels everywhere and everyone's flying through it or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, and... we, have to, we have to quickly sum up. So Power Girl's probably fight. And to briefly, briefly sum up Power Girl, originally she was Supergirl from Earth 2. Yeah. So okay. she was one of the first, like, she was an early feminist character in the 70s. But because it's comics, they, as a joke, kept making her boobs bigger and bigger and bigger because we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. So she was the Earth 2 Supergirl, and she was popular, so she survived Christ on Infinite Earths, but she was one of those weird things I talked about that didn't make sense, because you can't have her be Earth 2 Supergirl when Supergirl that is on Earth, Earth 2 doesn't exist. Yeah. So they, and they also, like, didn't want, like, Supergirl was gone for, like, 20 years or whatever. She was the raisin person, remember? Yep. Oh, but my favorite. They, so they basically just kept kind of giving her, like, random origins, where, like, she's from Atlantis, or she's from a wizard, or like just to kind of like. By the way, that's a very common thing of a lot of uh, the post-crisis characters. Like Hawk uh, Man has the same oh, Hawk fucking Man's shit. A whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Hawk Man. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Hawk Guy. I'm like, that's not right. Hawk, Hawk Girl. Man. Yeah. So Power Girl had been kind of like she'd been more of a team book character, where like they just wouldn't talk about her origin very often. Mm. So because of that, she kind of had throughout the '90s a lot of like identity issues. Identity mm. crises, you might say. Yes, she did. <laughs> Crisis uh, on Infinite Identities. She's flying around. This she's flying around with like all these other characters. I don't know. It's, it's a whole bunch of. This is just like a villain just say, like parade. Battle scene. Ever, super yeah, versus super villains. Just, just say everyone shows up. Just say superheroes are fighting super villains. That's it. Because that's yeah. What matters? Yep. And th- I'm just trying to see if this narration matters. Like oh, it's just <laughs> no, no, no. No narration. Film. We have so much fun to cover. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love and that then, we're trying to review it like as a book. As like let's just run through the plot as fast as we can. So super old old Superman shows up. The big battle is interrupted and saved by old Superman who says to Power Girl, it's been a long time, cousin, too long. And so uh, we cut back to the Daily Planet and Lois Lane from Earth One is like... (laughs) She goes to meet uh, Clark Kent from our world and she sees... from uh, from Earth One. Earth One. Uh, And... uh, (laughs) 
the, the main survivor. She goes to see main Clark Kent, the one, the one that's from DC already at this point. So she goes to see main uh, Clark Kent. And... No, we should t- call them different names like they do in the book. There's Cal L with an L, and then Cal L E L. Two different characters. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. So uh, the the, the main <laughs> Superman is looking at a picture of him being dead after the film Superman, <laughs> and he's contemplating. And, and he's right. He, he's thinking Batman is right. I last time I was inspiring was when I died. Okay, hold on. This is, next scene has Deathstroke hanging out next to some little man with a, like who is this Dr. guy? Psycho. With Doctor Psycho. Dr. We Psycho. talked about him last time. Yeah, Psycho, oh. the villain. He controls okay. minds. I like All that right. he's sweating in that one frame where he has some really bad postures, like grown ass face. So the main thing that we learn here is we see the the secret society of supervillains run by Lex Luthor, but then it cuts to another Lex Luthor in the middle of like Antarctica in his suit, being like, "Why am I here? Why can't his I think?" His purple, his big purple green like mech <laughs> yeah, suit, yeah. not like the, a suit. The Superman Buster suit. <laughs> and yeah. as he he's stuck there, being like, "Why am I stuck here? Why am I thinking this stuff? Why can't I think?" He sees. Old Superman and Power Girl fly yes. by. Fortress uh, of Solitude, basically. To the Fortress of Solitude, where we find Ooh. Alex Luthor and <laughs> Superboy Prime, and he starts expositing. He explains uh, what we just said, like, she was from the universe, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that and that Alex Luther is the one that makes the reality bubbles that they can that they had like lived in to be safe. From when the, all the worlds merge together. So I, I, I actually thought this part was interesting when I was reading it because I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, I was again thinking the meta commentary stuff where I'm like, he's yes. talking about how there's different timelines and this one they thought would be the perfect Earth, but it got really dark and they showed all these pictures of like dark, like Batman being his back broken, Robin dying, Superman dying, parallax and everything. Guy Gardner like, existing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, and, that's so true. Uh, and uh, and was this identity? Identity crisis here? What, yeah, what they, they reference a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And one thing I want to point out is these pages are done by George Perez, who drew Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's why it's a different style. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, different realities. Wait, and they're like, real quick, yeah. just what is this one of Wonder Woman fighting that lady? How is that supposed to be so, so bad? So what, hap- what happened was one of Wonder Woman's like, sisters in arms, Artemis, yeah. Uh, basically, her mom was Wonder mom was like, "You can't be alone anymore. You suck. You fuck, fuck <laughs> off." And basically, the, the, re- the reason why she, the mom, his mom did that was because it was prophesied that Wonder Woman would die. So basically, she set up Wonder Woman's oh. friend Artemis to die instead. So that's, yeah. okay. that's, that's it's actually about. crazy. When I was reading this, besides that panel and the Superboy one, I was like, I know all these scenes. Like, yep. Exactly. Like, yeah. This is not. This is not good. But yeah, that's what this, this comics our podcast is gonna be a farce soon because we're gonna be super comic nerds too. But the funny thing is like you still, you still hate it more than Yeah, that. you're still not fans. In fact, you're less fans than you were at the beginning. Like, so, well, we bring definitely history. not true. Because when you guys talked yeah. about this comic originally, I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. I never want to read comics. And I kind I kind of enjoyed this. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I got yes. to the point where it's like my eyes are just glazing over everything I used to hate, like Uncle Sam showing up. I'm like, sure. <laughs> like, okay. So they are Basically, Power Girl's like, so what's is your is this heaven that you have been this your little your little solace bit dying or like breaking and then Superman old Superman's like no she's dying and it, it's low, old Lois Lane dying here yes and uh, then and then, for, forgive me I'm just gonna sum up Booster Gold plot real quick that's nothing to do with Booster shows up Booster shows up from the, from the future he had he has records of the future now he basically went back he went to the future got Cliff notes for the, for the past he went why back is to, it illegal in the future to read history because they don't change the past probably because they have time travel uh, uh, and so. <laughs> So, Booster's now in, back in the past, and his whole subplot, just to sum it up, he goes to meet the new Blue Beetle, basically. New Blue Beetle gets this, the Blue Beetle scout, yeah. and he comes to the Blue Beetle. Nothing to do with the main plot, that's it. Wait, you're missing out on a really important part. Joker murdering villains? 
So Joker so, kills so, the, 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 card the based on ca playing cards, playing cards. This uh, actually is game. really important because <laughs> it, it, it comes into play later where everybody, all the supervillains in the whole universe were invited to be on this fun supervillain team except the Joker because he's such an asshole. And he's, and he's like, that's not funny. What's I crazy What's crazy is they invite like Bizarro Superman. They invite like people who have no business working with anyone, any other <laughs> living thing. But they're like the Joker. He's too far. He's but too I, like, I like this joke because they have the Royal Flush Gang King. Who, they're all just like playing cards and the royal flesh gang king said it was like bleeding dying dying and he says see everyone knows joker's too wild and starts laughing and then joker kills him and says that's not yeah, funny joker's too wild uh, yeah, it's funny. so terrible uh, to go uh, to just back i like up. that line fuck you dad <laughs> no no okay it's like a good joke it's just like so dumb within this comic because joker doesn't appear until the end of this comic yeah, yeah it's, to, it's, it's, to, the stupid had a tie in this whole fucking just back yeah. out a little bit I want to say that when we did Project Omac, I really enjoyed both Blue Beetle and Brewster Gold. And it was the most I ever liked Brewster Gold. When this Brewster Gold came back and he has skeets again and they're just like quipping, I reverted back to being like, this is a dumb character. Like, I, I don't care <laughs> anything, especially because he's just like, let me help out you out, Blue Beetle, like new guy. And I'll be like your friend. And there was nothing of him just like there was none of that sadness that I attached myself to when he first showed up in Omac. The, the main reason why Booster comes back is because he says later that Batman will, in, in the future, get this team together, and he Bo Booster saw that in the future they lose. So he comes back to kind of reset up the board I, so I, that Batman I that wins this time. too, because I like Booster being a guy that he can't, he doesn't know anything about the past, and he's like haunted by the fact they can't change anything. I, and I, he comes back and he's just like, yeah, I know what to do, how, what to change. I'm like... Pfft. I, I, yeah, uh, I agree. He I, doesn't I didn't know about, what to change, though. He's trying something. Yeah, he's, 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 I think it's respect to which time something doesn't matter. Uh, save your thoughts to Booster from when we get to New 52, because that's more of an impact there. Sure. I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. so we go so, back yeah. to the Fortress of Solitude. Kara, or Power Girl, touches lo old Lois Lane, and gets all her memories back. She didn't realize she was from Earth <laughs> 2 this whole time. And yes. then Batman is whatever. He's, oh, Batman talks to Brother I. Comes back, our, our favorite uh, it's sentient AI, who is like, uh, "I'm gonna kick, fucking blow up Tim Skira, Wonder Woman's home because Wonder Woman's a bitch. I'm gonna kill her." <laughs> he yeah. says, "Wonder Woman killed him, and obviously they're all too powerful, so I'm gonna send all the Omax to go blow." But yeah, up. he's like, "Amazon shouldn't exist on Earth." Yeah, so yeah, she wants to revenge Max for Lord's death. Yeah. yeah, and so that's all that happens with the Wonder Woman. She just fights like a bunch of Omax for yeah. like forever. But Batman's like, "Please don't do this," and. To, to uh, Brother I. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Brother I's like, nah. Fuck and then fuck you. Uh, back in the Fortress of Solitude, old Superman is like, uh, old Lois is dying, uh, but it's, it's this earth that she's on. Like, this earth is bad and it's mm -hmm. making her it die. It corrupts everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to do is bring her back to the right earth. The right earth. Yeah. That's where I was like, okay, I'm going to like this kind of yeah. interesting, convincing narrative where you're like, hey, you know, it, it, the edgelord taint corrupts everything it's like you need to mark millar's uh sex tape <laughs> yeah <laughs> you need to get out of this universe you need to go back to a universe where things weren't bad i'm like yeah. that's kind of neat again the, all the the meta stuff was my favorite part of this whole yeah, thing where i was like it's really I cool really like she's literally dying from a lack of hope and this superman <laughs> is like tr is trying to bring that back and i, yeah. I like that a lot yeah, so issue three opens with, again, more Spectre stuff, Aquaman, and all the people all fighting. Because it has to show you like what all. Where, what all the major characters are doing. So you're not like, well, where's Aquaman to help save the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to make Phil happy because he always bitches about that. I have to show every character doing everything in every fucking yeah. event. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the main thing about Tim Scary is uh, Tim Scary gets magically by the gods, but now Wonder Woman can never find it again. Wait, basically. important. When they're when the Amazons are fighting the Omax, uh, <laughs> they they're, they're being... giant alien-like... Well, they're being filmed by the Omax. 
and yeah. that footage will be later reused. They bring them. out giant like it looks like like alien weaponry with big purple laser rays. No, they call it the greatest name, the Purple Death Ray. Has been okay, completed. so the reason why is because in the in the forties when uh, Wonder Woman. Like in real life, forties, her she she had this purple healing ray that the mascara had. Oh. So now the look in our Earth, that healing ray was oh. turned edgy. It's a death but ray. Can I can I say this death ray is saving them from the Omax? And they yeah. start the Omax start broad, brother I starts broadcasting on TV. Look, the Amazons are using a death ray on the Omax, and they're like, we have to stop using the death ray. They're gonna think we're violent. It's yeah. like you're literally being annihilated. I, I, I agree. The whole one of the stuff I think they drill too much. Like yeah, at a certain point, it just feels like the world is ending. Who's watching the TV? Like, like it's just like doesn't uh, look look at one of them and ugh. like no one would react yeah. that way to see one of them. Also, the man. Yeah. if if the sky is on fire and there are Omax murdering everyone and they see Amazons fighting Omax, they're not gonna be like those violent Amazons. I thought you were supposed to be peaceful. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's fucking stupid. Um, so, uh, so now we get a scene I actually like a lot. Me too. Where Batman is like watching this and he's like, "Stop this! Stop this! Shut it down!" To and he O-Mac. smashes his computer. To brother, Omax says, "Program, truth and justice must be completed." Yeah, and then Batman basically has a panic attack, and he's like, this wasn't supposed to happen, I can't breathe, I can't do this anymore, and he flashes back to his parents being killed, mm-hmm. him at the at the grave, Jason Todd's death, and he's like, I wish, I just wish I could start over, and then you hear, Bruce, you can start over, and the old man Superman is like, yeah, I'm not the Superman you know, not yet, and he's like all smiley and happy, and like, that to me is like, kind of like the the touching scene that i wish this book had a lot more of yes yeah because at the heart of this is an interesting idea of what would happen if the superheroes met with like their their selves from like the 40s and stuff that are way more positive and they're like Mm -hmm. look you can have a happier life we can help bring it to you it's just like we got to get rid of this corrupt terrible earth that you're living in yeah. Also, yes. Detective Chimp shows up. I recognize him. Happy to do that. <laughs> happy to happy to know that fact in my brain. Wait, I'm glad I'm using some of my brain for that. So, uh, Detective yeah. Chimp shows up because Superman finally comes down to Earth and starts being inspirational again, starts helping people after Batman calls him a shithead. Uh, yeah. So now he's he's uh, being Superman now. If we get some more fucking space, that doesn't matter. Oh, the main thing that happens here is a young Hispanic boy named Jaime Reyes. Okay, we, we, I said this already. Yeah, Blue, he, Blue Beetle. he becomes Blue Beetle. Yeah, Blue Beetle. but you didn't say who he was or when it happened. So he finds the scarab. <laughs> okay, so he's the Blue Beetle. Can we not bring yes. that up ever again, please? I love Jaime Reyes. He's up to his blood. Like, it's the yeah. cover. No, he saves the day. <laughs> he does. He does, I forgot. So we have Wally West is looking over his kids and being like, I'm the fastest. So this is kind of like the exact same thing with like the Lois thing where the wife has to go over and she's like, do you really have to go save the world? He's like, I have to. I'm Superman. And then he's like, I have to. I'm the to. luckiest I'm the... man alive, but I have to be the fastest man out there. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. So he uh, runs so around. Funny. And then you have Superman, old man Superman, talking about what happened to Batman in the other universe. So he's like, hey, you got married to Catwoman. You guys had a daughter called the Huntress. And you were my friend. We were close. And You oh. became the police commissioner. You had a daughter. Mm-hmm. But the greatest thing is he's like, everything's better in this world. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, is what's his name? Better? Robin. Dick Dick Grayson. Grayson. Is, is Dick Grayson better? And he's like, no. He became a villain. I was like, he that's really interesting. He doesn't become a villain. He's just as good as Earth Two Dick Grayson. Oh, <laughs> oh but he he becomes he just stays Robin forever. I think. Yeah, he, he never, just stays oh. Robin forever. So he doesn't. So he, does, like, he doesn't get independent. Yeah, Dick Grayson yeah. becomes his own hero oh. in our universe. He becomes his own inspi- He becomes inspiring leader that Batman never could. Basically, he, he's always been the yeah. Superman of the Teen Titans. That and Batman oh, could never cool. be there. Yeah, and it's really okay. cool. I, I actually was like, this is really interesting. That I'm like, he's like, everything's better in this in this fantasy world where we live in the 40s comics and yeah. and. 
when Batman's like, is everything really better? It's like, well, it can't, maybe everything can't yeah. be better. Or th- th- there's some things because so much stayed the same that for some people, they, yeah, they have no do, growth. They get yeah. better. Yeah, they grow. Yeah. Whereas like everyone else, like, you know, Batman clearly got darker and a whole yeah. bunch of other yeah. people. So then we get to Lex Luthor jumping all those Tim Skeer stuff. So now we meet, we find out that, you know, the two Lex Luthors confront each other and the secret whoever this Luthor is in disguise, like, totally punks our universe as Luthor. Yeah, and Blasphemy is like, you can't even think, my my brain waves have... I love this. My speed of brain waves are much more advanced than yours. They operate on anti-frequency and they interfere with your super genius. I'm like... I wanted to throw this comic. <laughs> it was I was on my computer screen, so I couldn't. But like I, I that line, I was like, "Fuck you." Some, some of it makes sense later. My, when... my theta brainwaves are much more advanced than yours. They operate on an anti frequency. This is so dumb because it never comes up again either. It's, it's just fucking. It's, it's just, just, yeah. just like, oh, this guy's powerful. It just have Lex Luthor be like uh, Alex Luthor. Spoiler: It's Alex Luthor in disguise. Uh, uh, yeah, that you find out the next page. Yeah, so Alex Luthor. All it is here for is for Alex Luthor to call Lex Luthor dumb. That's the only reason why the scene is here. Yeah. Oh, how does it feel to be stupid? Yeah. <laughs> One of the other things that we forgot to mention is when after uh, Superman's like Dick Grayson isn't better on our world. Old Superman says that to Batman. Then Batman pulls out the Kryptonite ring and tries to like suck his power, but he says like it doesn't work in this universe. Like Kryptonite doesn't work. I'm, I'm not from that. But Krypton, he says yeah. the the ring represents yeah. the paranoia and mistrust that will destroy you, which makes sense because that's a, this is all that Batman's been like turning into after his yeah. mind got wiped. I gotta got... build weapons against every other <laughs> yeah. hero. I like I like that. That and he's like, it would be nice. The world's finest years together again. Uh, goodbye, Bruce. And he flies away. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Power Girl is reading a journal. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just quick sum up Alex yeah. and Lex. Uh, Alex fucks up Luffy and Luffy has to uh, teleport away. Yeah. yeah. And Power Girl is reading this journal that Superboy Prime gave her from Lois. That's just like, basically like, I'm Golden Age Lois Lane. I'm like the sweetest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. And like, I miss Power Girl so much. And Yeah, she was like blah, a blah, daughter blah. to me. And then Power Girl finds this big-ass golden tower that's built out of the uh, Anti-Monitor's corpse, who's the big world-eating dude from... Has the Captain head on it? Yeah. yeah. He's basically the, the villain from Crash on Infinite that destroyed the multiverse. I love the idea that, like, I know they always do this in comics because you have to represent it visually, but the idea that this, like, this force of nature that destroys the universe has a corpse, it's like... <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay. Or even better yet, that, it, that he has, like, arms and legs when he eats a universe. Yeah, this, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's cool. I think right. it's it isn't just cool. like a comic thing. Like, a JRPG would do this, too. Like, you fight God yeah. and he has a body. Kinda. JRPGs are more wild in their representation But, but also, but also myth- mythologies do this too like uh, yes, oh, the will have like true. the earth will be created by the corpse of a dead guy and shit like that yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so at this point most of the plot lines converge where oh by the way the anti-monitor's corpse it's important to note has these little like little slots with a bunch of heroes yeah. or, in seven infinity gems it's for people <laughs> yeah so basically all the heroes like the, the, they've been disappearing like the ray and like black adam and martian, they, Manthon, martian manhunter yeah, he was taken from the Jedi Watchtower and was destroyed. Yeah. They are, they're all here imprisoned. And what happens is Superboy and Alex show up saying, oh, you found out about us, and they, they knock Supergirl out, uh, Power Girl out. Yeah. yeah, and meanwhile, while she sees this and they knock her out, and it's like, I told you she wouldn't help us. You know, uh, they'll she'll help us whether we li- whether she likes it or not. Batman has reviewed the Watchtower video footage and saw that it was Superboy Prime that captured them. And At fucked the up the, and blew, the, 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 the Superboy Prime that attacked Martian Manhunter in the Watchtower and blew up the Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're going to take a diversion here because this comic came out after this whole series was done, right? Near the, near the end. Uh, so uh, uh, so this is the most f- famous part of this event. It's the, what everyone was talking about for months and months. It's so funny. 
best. And I, I think it's I think it's worth talking about also because this was created by uh, written by the writer of the original uh, Marv Wolfman. Yeah, yeah, Marv Wolfman. He, so this is him trying because he created these the characters. Writer of the original what? Uh, Christ Christ of Nerves. Nerves. Okay. Christ of the Nerves. And he creates Superboy Prime and Alex Luthor. And I feel like he's trying desperately to give him a motive because the regular comic doesn't really give him a motive. Mm-hmm. So he kind of tries to do that here. So yeah, we're covering the Secret Files issue. So it starts so I, with... I actually like this, I think, the best out of all this stuff. Me too! Yes! <laughs> yes, me too. I, I think this issue is good. Well, I, were, you saying, were you saying it's controversial because it's the worst? No, it's controversial no. because of because uh, there's a kind of a, uh, uh, a meme happened because of it. Oh, because I, I I read this. I didn't think it was like necessarily like awesome or shitty. I was like, this is cool. I guess. Yeah, I like this issue. We'll get to why it's so yeah. worth talking about at the end. So okay. it starts with Alex Luthor like meditating, and he realizes that like in this land without time, in that like heavenly like viewing place that they are, there's like no time passing, and it's he can't really tell if it's a hell or a heaven. But he starts like reviewing his history a little and we see like we get a little Christ on Infinite Earth recap mm-hmm. so, so uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if you explain this real quick but this is the place they were before they uh, broke free from that glass star yeah, yeah that reality bubble that saved them when all the worlds merged into one yeah so this is a prequel to issue one yeah and we see that Superman and Lois Lane are together and Superman has built like this like fake Daily Star and like kind of he's recreating parts of their old life. That was also like another weird thing is that it doesn't go the whole comic doesn't really explain like any kind of I know you probably can't I mean, they could have, because this whole issue is dedicated to that, is how this reality works. It's just like, eh, whatever you think of, it just like happens or can happen or like it reflects yeah. your mind. Like it's, it's, it's not concrete. It's just like Superman and Lois Lane are inside of the Daily Planet and they're like excited about this where I'm like, couldn't you just make this naturally all the time yeah. or something? But it, it takes energy because when Lois tries to do it, she passes out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it's, and it's all fake too. Like it's just like, they know it's fake. So it's And like... so Su- Superman was like doing Minecraft creative mode here, just like you know, going around, make it recreating the, the place built room yeah. by room for her yeah. to show her. And we see that Superboy Prime is watching scenes from his Earth, like mm-hmm. his birthday party where like his mom embarrassed him in front of his friends, but then she gave him a bike it's, and like... It's it's actually really important because his mom embarrassed him in front of his friends, right? Like giving him underwear and he's like, isn't this embarrassing? But what's great about this is the entire time he's looking over this, he's got always that, like a smile on his face. Yeah. He's like, he's at his most childlike here when he's looking over this where he's like, what else do I have to do, Alex? Sides, it's fun. You remember what they're like and he's like looking over the parents and Alex like he just doesn't care because he didn't grow up with parents that loved him he grew up with the monitor which I don't know what the relationship was like but the monitor looks ugly and I assume he was a bad person (laughs) 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 or not a great person he was like hyper aged in a tube it was like a bunch of sci-fi stuff yeah he's like I grew up in 20 minutes or whatever and that's that's an important thing so part of the theme of that they give Marvel from Gizm the characters is Alex Superman never had a childhood Mm -hmm. and Superboy Prime can never grow up right I was gonna say he's like Arrested Development where he, he just like he wants to go to have his parents and be a kid again and have birthday parties, but, like, they're all dead. Yeah, and yeah he, it shows, like, he had his, like, first kiss with this lady that he liked, and that's when he flew, and he's like, right there, whammo! That's how fast it happened. She's not really a lady. She's, like, a high school oh, yeah, yeah, she's a high teenager. Yeah, yeah, and that's the first time. Yeah, But like then said, it cuts to, like, and... and then Alex shows him. It's like, here's your parents getting, like, their reality destroyed when all the realities converge. And it's like, he, he can't look at that. He's like, why is it showing me that? And he just turns away, and he, he gets angry at that. 
Yeah. And he also, like, Alex starts, he keeps showing Superboy Prime, like, look, this is Darkseid, this is Apocalypse, like, there's evil stuff here, too. It's not just all fun and games, you know? Mm. And we get a lot, we get, like, the scene you guys mentioned of Lois trying to create something. She creates this, like, cute heart that's, uh, like, a young Lois and Clark kissing, and then (laughs) she passes out. And it's, like, it's very, like, campy and sweet. Yeah. Campy campy really is a good way to describe it. It's sad. It's sad. It's like yeah, the whole it's, time it's she's crazy. like just dying throughout this issue, and he's like, yeah. I, don't, "I don't want you to die." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You know, I'm old. I, I'm like 80 years old or something." Yeah, you I know, love you, honey, but I'm, you can't change what's natural. I accept that I'm yeah. dying. Why can't you? And yeah. then we see the dichotomy even stronger with Alex, where he's looking at Superman and Lois, and he's like, "Why can't I have a life like theirs or a past like his?" And it's Superboy, you know, crying and looking at all his friends, saying, and "Why do you keep showing me that? Why?" Yeah. And then my, my love is then he goes, why won't you change it? And then it goes back to him getting his bike on his birthday. And he's like, all right, yes, this is better. It's like, yes. man, this guy's tortured forever. Yeah. And uh, then it shows him watching uh, the the main DC universe. And, he, and one thing we mentioned is throughout the entire arc, he keeps seeing the, the uh, our sewer boy, uh, Connor uh, Kent. Yeah. Uh, he keeps seeing him and he keeps being jealous because Connor Kent gets to be sewer boy and he doesn't. So Yeah, he, he gets a family. He has Ma and Pa Kent. He has friends and like a team that he works with. And it's, you know, he's Superboy, whereas this Superboy Prime isn't. He's stuck in this bubble. Yeah. And then Superboy gets so mad that he punches the wall. And yes. it shatters. So, so this is the meme page. So I don't, I don't know when this started. I don't know if this is DC editorial, but if you check Wikipedia, uh, for some reason, this is cited as uh, the big point of retcons. So yes. Oh, because it. Oh, because they're like it altered reality. He when punches he's reality. He, so, so like for example, this is the reason Jason Todd comes back from the dead. Uh, yeah. If you check out, wakes up. If you check out Wikipedia, it says Jason Todd comes back because Jason uh, Superboy Pie punched reality. Okay. Yeah. So for, for anyone, if that sounds confusing, he punches the bubble and it, it shatters it, and there's like all these images forming in it. And then what happens is it gets explained that every time he punches it, he's changing the reality of the DC universe. So yeah, any yeah. kind of retcon that happened are actually canonically explained by Superboy he wails on this thing for a while <laughs> and yeah. punching the wall. He beats the shit out of this wall and it just keeps retconning. <laughs> and the funny thing yeah. is that if you read the main event this never comes up and also yeah. they actually give a much better explanation for why the, the reality changes happen also because it happens when Superboy, when Lex Luthor is trying to f- make the perfect reality basically. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then chapter two is all from uh, Earth to Superman's perspective. It's just him. Like he tours her through this like fake world that he made. That I like Earth this a lot because he's he's tormented by the fact that she's dying. And it's just this, yeah. the world becomes raining and, and dark skies. And he's trying to put on a smile. And as that happens, you know, the sun comes yeah. out and it's like a nice. And he's trying to give her hope. The colors get brighter. He smiles. Yeah. It's like, look, and I brought I us back to Metropolis. I don't want you guys, I don't want the listeners to think that, like, by me trying to rush through this, it's that it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's really well written, and I really enjoy it. It's just, like, mostly just, like, character introspection. Yes, which is which is why I think I liked it so much, especially because it's characters yeah. I don't know. So it's, like, you can give a lot of backstory to them about, like, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting because they're trapped in this, like, re- just little hell that they made to stay alive. Like, they built, they built the bubble to stay alive, but then they can't do anything in the bubble yeah. other than just, like, yeah. talk. There's no, there's no action scene in this comic whatsoever. Yeah. There's, no yeah. only, there's no comic I, I that just, I, I just see this next page, this few panels later now, reading this narration where it's Superboy punching the reality, and it's like, with each strike, he's sorting his way through the conflicting permutation, resolving all the possible realities. <laughs> I was like, it's, I'm just thinking about, like, resolving all the DC fuck-ups that he's, they've ever done. <laughs> Editorial will be so happy as he <laughs> wails on this reality bubble. Yeah, That's so... so 
does funny. Superboy does over here like I just wish this reality would let him grow up Clark I know he'll never be Superman here and that's like one of his that's one of the things that causes him to like break down again and start punching again mm-hmm. so this is when he's like I'm really getting tired of watching pictures we need to go do something about it as Lois starts to get like sicker and sicker and sicker and yes. then part three is all from Superboy Prime's perspective so I'm trying to think what really happens in here. It's hard because uh, all the beginning of this stuff almost kind of like reiterates what is already yeah. been told to you, especially because every th- all these chapters, the Alex Superman from Earth 2 and then Superboy Prime are all not exclusively told through them. It shows you what like other people are doing and stuff that it doesn't yes. feel very distinctive. Also, uh, uh, what I like about this one is that Lex Luthor's narration keeps interrupting and yes. you see him being you see Superboy being, being manipulated by Lex. Or Alex and uh, Superboy Prime is like, I just want to get out of this place. I want like to fix things. I want to have my own world. I want to go back to home. And Alex is like just manipulating him the whole time. Yes, yeah. and so Alex is like, we can we can make a better world. Like we can use your power in my brain space to make the perfect Earth. Yeah, and what happens yeah, is he's got to punch through. This yeah, he used thing. some sort of like quantum energy. He has to get naked and blast him with his dick beams. <laughs> I don't know why that part's there, but he Alex Luthor sends. He's able to send. It doesn't Superboy come from Prime. his dick. He he gets half naked and there's. <laughs> like star power he's like half stars instead of showing his yeah. junk yeah <laughs> I lo- so is this why super prime is so pop- powerful because he has like alex luther and so it's one of the yeah yeah and yes. he's also because he's like a silver age character so he's like extra strong okay. but he they find a way to send superboy prime to our universe and this is in the past because blue beetle you mean earth one yeah yeah earth one because okay. Okay. our universe then... is earth prime you told me all right so <laughs> yes, don't lie yes. to me <laughs> And I was confusing because Superboy is literally from our universe, like us yeah. as human beings. So the big reveal is that they didn't just break through at the end of Infinite Crisis number one. They've been breaking through for quite a while yeah. and been setting up all these pieces. So like that's yeah. why Alex Luthor was the one behind the Secret yeah. Society. Super that's why all, he he caused Omax to become sentient. Uh, yeah, he caused magic so to go like crazy. all the stuff leading up to this. He also caused the magic to go crazy. Like, all the tie-ins and stuff were all because they were manipulating. For what fucking reason? Who knows? Hold on, guys. I have to do this. If you go up, when it's Superman holding Lois near the end of the issue, there's one image of Flash, and he's all, like, (laughs) shriveled. Oh, that comes up later. So, Flash... Christ on Infinite Earths was the story where Barry Allen died. Yes. He ran so hard. Like, he... (laughs) That's... But that's, like, he dies... He dies unleashing his powers, sacrificing himself to stop the Anti-Monitor's plan. So he like skele- he turns into a skeleton. Does he run yeah. so hard he gets old, or does he run so hard he loses all of his hydration? Yeah, he, and he, fat? he basically basically just runs into the anti monitor to destroy him. Yeah, he just like uses up all his energy. They, someone that happens to a flash again. He becomes all shriveled and wing wheely. Like <laughs> yeah. like in this. Yes, because like a lot this, of that's uh, a homage to Christ of the Nurse. We're gonna yeah, get that yeah, next yeah. issue. So it ends with him with that reveal that he's the one that caused everything. All right, so just to quickly sum up the beginning of issue, of issue four, because there's nothing to do with the main GG, plot. GG, this guy says, who is made of radioactivity. <laughs> so there's nothing to do with the main plot. All is, is literally a distraction. So as a distraction, the secret society of evil blows up Nightwing's hometown, Bloodhaven. That, yeah, they just blow up. They drop chemo on him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a nuclear man, basically, and blow him up. Uh, blow up the city of Okay, and before he blows up, he goes, oop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question. Uh, I don't understand what the secret society's plan is. Just to, like, kill everybody. Cause enough chaos so that they don't see Alex Luthor stealing people and putting them into the big anti-monitor town? Yeah, so they basically distract the superiors. They don't Why together. do they want to do this? Well, the main thing is, because remember, Alex, Alex <laughs> Luthor was the one directing them. 
And as Lex Luthor, he's so like... The, to, to get into a little bit of the universe for very, very quickly, when it came out that Dr. Light was mind-wiped in Identity Crisis, all of the supervillains started getting very, very paranoid that they're going to get mind-wiped too or that they'd already been mind-wiped. Uh... So that pushed the villains to start working together. Mm-hmm. And Luthor took over and was like, I'm the smartest guy. Look at me. I'm never in jail. And everybody knows I fucking try to kill Superman all the time. Also, he was like the president. Right before this. <laughs> so he so they all follow his orders. So when he's saying go do this, they're just like Luthor knows he'll keep us out of jail. And yeah, then, so they, they yeah. did trust just everyone trusting Trump. I like how Alex Luthor watching this says it's like Sodom and Gomorrah, Bloodhaven Falls, and I'm just thinking the last issue had everyone just murdering cops in the streets, and I'm like, <laughs> maybe this place does deserve to get blood. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's kind of a convincing argument. One of the things yeah. I hate, I'm already gonna get into this. I really like like in the beginning, how it's like Alex seems like he has a like uh, a good plan. It's sort of like with Maxwell Lord, where like I can kind of agree with this, but then with like with the last issue, the way that he's drawn so frequently is he's like the menacing like snarl look on his face, where he just like hates like this world so much. He's like I can make it perfect, I can make it better. He doesn't become a compelling villain. He becomes very one note, and there's like no depth about him other than like he just thinks that he can make the world better. That's well, I mean, it. it's like a light, it's like a light Death Note type thing where you're like, I can, I'm, it's like a yeah. god complex, you know? Yeah, but I, I, yeah. that's why I wanted to do that Secret Files shoot because I feel yes. like Jeff Johns wrote him, like, the only reason he gives in the book really is uh, Luthor and Superman always have to be opposed, so I have to be the bad guy now. Yeah. Later on, they mentioned that I'm the only hero, so they two contradictory ideas. I'm the only, I have to contradict Superman, or I'm the only hero, like, two contradictory can- ideas. I think I like, I like Marv Wolfman's idea best that uh, he's, uh, he, just, he, he wants to have a world where he can grow up in, uh, in a perfect yeah. world. Why do the people feeling the anti-monitor all have different vibrational frequencies hidden in the... In the it's such codes? comics bullshit. It's really... It's so, really com- so the reason why he's God picking damn. these people is they're all from different, like, pre-Christ on Infinite Earth's universes. It's yes. uh, so, like Power Girls from Earth 2. Uh, Black Adam was from the Shazam... You know, the Fawcett, Fawcett comics. Yes. Yeah. Daryl knows! He knows everything. He's getting yeah. the hang of it now. So, uh, I don't okay. want this. I've never asked for this. <laughs> oh, and, and Marsh Manhunter is just the Earth 1 guy? Yes. yes, I think so. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, he's one of the most prominent. Like he's, he's in like every Jesus League. Oh, team. and Ray was from that uh, the the Uncle Sam universe. Yes, Uncle Sam. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> so now we get another like nice moment with Batman and Nightwing, where Batman... Batman's like, "Oh, don't go, Nightwing. It's a distraction. We blow up your city. It's a distraction." Yeah, but Batman was like, "I I came here just to. I wanted to see if you're all right." And Nightwing's like, "I gotta go get in there." And Batman's like, "Wait, everybody's dead. Stop." Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's an entire city. This is like another uh, coast city. Like the entire city just gets like blown up. Now I yeah. think this is a good time to just talk about why Nightwing is. In Okay, wait, wait, hold on. I just one nitpick. Okay, Why sure. did they show Cosidian getting blown up in any of these pages? Well, they show Parallax. I think yeah. that's. It's what, um, yeah, that's it's still a good point. That, no, that's I not that's, it would be way more powerful to show Cosidian. Yeah, it's like, a good point. It's like yeah. the bombing of Hiroshima. You're like, yeah, people. The, the image of that is yeah, enough to be like this world. Like, is yeah, big. if you if you want something like where evil prevailed in this universe where it never would have maybe been the just because that's not as like visually like it's just a bombed out city. Yeah, like, it would be visually visually grabbing. You guys, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But it might not be. They, they probably could have by having like Mongols fortress, like because that's what happened. Or Superman, super. No, actually, they should have had super boy, super, cyborg Superman standing over an atomic bomb, and you could have gotten that visual. I think uh, of mm. Coast City. But so just just some of the Batman Nightwing scene briefly. Uh, he basically sums guess him up to see what happened, and at the end, at the end of it, Batman asks Nightwing before he leaves. Uh, the early years, I've forgotten if they were good for you, weren't they? And Nightwing says the best. So, it's is, a nice moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was, was um, 
Superboy Prime's like, I want to go fucking meet this shitty Superboy on, yes. on our world. I want to go be, meet this shitty Superboy. And Lex Luthor was like, if I want to go beat the shit out of him, okay, fine. So uh, Superboy Prime <laughs> shows up at Mom Pa Ken's house, and he's like, don't worry, uh, guys. Fun fact, the night before this in Italian, Superboy lost his virginity. <laughs> wow. Great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for the FYI. Right in uh, Mom Pa Ken's barn. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks for the <laughs> uh, So... He goes to my Superboy Prime goes to my pocket and says, "Don't worry, real Superboy's Superboy's here. I'm gonna make everything better." But when he goes to meet uh, the main DC Superboy, he starts stuttering and he's, he's like he's mumbling. I, I just I just came to tell you and Superboy main Superboy's like, "What's the mumbling?" I want you to admit it. Admit that you're giving up. Admit that it's time for a Superboy who knows what's right and wrong. And uh, Superboy, uh, main Superboy's like, dude, you need help. And so <laughs> Superboy Prime starts saying, I'm Superboy! And they start fighting. And yeah. it's, it's the fucking uh, Zod versus Superman fight for Man of Steel, basically, where they're fucking sh- destroying the town, basically. Yeah. It, a but- little bit like that. It's a little more interesting just because Superboy's like, he clearly needs someone like to talk to that's not yeah. Alex. Because like like crypto like jumps up on him and bites his shoulder and he's like let go you're not supposed to fight me and he like kicks the dog and it's it's just like sad and pathetic it, watching it's really him. sad yeah. I think yeah. like it gets worse and worse as it goes on because he, he comes in kind of just like a little bit of a dick and as people start piling on him and he kicks super dog yeah, Superboy calls the Teen Titans you may, may super point my Superboy has the Teen Titans uh, button to call everyone. And all, all, like, almost every fucking Teen Titan in the world shows up just to save Superboy. And what happens is uh, Superboy accidentally just explodes Teen Titans' head and says, yeah. no, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, He's looking like, at the yeah. blood with like tears in his eyes. It's really yeah. sad. I'm like, if you, had Superman's, if you had Superman powers or stronger and you you had people like beating the shit out of you and you just like... And, and not you're just angry that, you're like, upset. You, you're like repressed. You're like you're yeah. a child in a big man's body in a way. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he does gra- take one of the Titans and he grabs him and he rips his arm off. Yeah. And uh, fun fact: next time Superboy Prime shows up, he rips off this guy's other arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, he's like Superboy Prime's crying, saying, "I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. You're ruining everything. You're yeah. ruining me. <laughs> you're making me like you." And he fucking k- kills more of the Teen Titans. He fucking kills yeah. a gorilla man. Um, and then my boy Wally West shows up. I, okay, so why are there so many Flashes? Who is who is it? Who are these people? So this is this is Golden Age Flash, Wally West, and Impulse, who is uh, Kid Flash. Well, Fla- Kid Flash from the future. Kid Flash. So it's Grandpa future. Flash, Flash, and Kid Flash. Yes. Okay. So three generations of Flash, basically. Yeah. Okay. I I did like this actually. I like the way the art gets like really wobbly as they like. Yeah. So basically, yeah. the plan is to. Trap him in the speed force, so they're running at the speed of light, trying to capture. Also, uh, who, how is that a thing? Is, is this is this a thing that's been done before? Yeah, you I can go to the speed force. <laughs> you can go to speed force, but I don't know, like you can trap people in there. But I guess. <laughs> but the, the, how do you go there? You go really fast. <laughs> you go real fast. <laughs> and so as so as while he's being teleported, he goes to his family, saying, "I'm going to the speed force. Uh, goodbye. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going where my 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 the my my uncle Barry. went because the, the Barry Allen went. And also, well, the art again is pretty cool here because. As they're they're the the picture here is three flashes running Superboy really fast and he's like fuck and they're <laughs> running with him and as he's doing that Wally is just his body's like bouncing all over the place like and that's when he pops into his family as this like glowing squiggly yellow man. So this is supposed to parallel when because Barry at the beginning of Christ on Infinite Earths like is like he shows up in a bunch of places because it's him like running th- into the Speed Force like running through mm-hmm. time pretty much. 
And this is supposed to parallel that where Wally's like, hey, it's it's a crisis, so it's time for a flash to die, so see you later. But this time, the difference is his wife and his kids, who, if you've listened to our Heroes in Crisis episodes, know that that's kind of like his whole thing, uh-huh. is they're like, no, this time, we're not going to let you go by yourself like your uncle did. We're coming with you. And they basically, like, grab onto him and go Get into the away. Speed Force. Yes. Also, he says, I'm not going to the Speed Force. I'm going someplace else. I have to let go of everything I love. Uh, spoilers, like, he goes to the Speed <laughs> also spoilers no this matters like a year from now everything gets erased from this fucking plot point um yes. uh and also uh, i hate this difference. just because he kisses his wife and then the lightning hits his little tiny baby infant kids <laughs> eyes i'm like of course now they got speed now they're they running fast too <laughs> yeah hell yeah uh, i mean if you take your kids to speed light speed dimension they would probably get speed power and well, why not have more is... people if, if you if you can give all these people flash powers why wouldn't you start giving more people flash powers uh, they do. There's like a fucking dozen speedsters. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of speedsters. <laughs> so speaking of which, all the dead speedsters now show up that ha- are one with the Speed Force, which th- I never really thought about it. This is just Star Wars. You all die and become one with the Force. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I just want to say uh, real quick, another difference from the Barry, Barry in Infinite Crisis, Crisis of Nerves, is that Barry was the main character in Crisis of Nerves, while this yes. has nothing to do with anything, which one of my yeah. problems with it is that it's a big moment for Flash, and he's not in the story, really, as part but of this one. But uh, as someone who did had no idea about any of this stuff. I thought this was a cool scene because it's like it gives character to the speedsters. I know, but uh, the, mm, the problem is no. like Crisis of Nerves is better because it, he was the main character running throughout the entire story. While yeah. here, it's just yeah. one, this one scene. Yeah, yeah, it's cool to like build up to it rather than just like let's do an homage to like a f- flashes running so fast they die. Yeah, and yeah. spoilers. The whole point of the scene is that every, all the flashes going to speed force, so all the flashes are going. Like this Except is a big moment. Grandpa f- Flash. He can't yeah. keep up. He's like my tendons. <laughs> yeah, and he says like the speed force left me. Like so, th- th- so this is. A, I, that's an interesting concept and it would have been better if they build up to it where yeah. all the flashes are yeah. gone and one, the only one left has no speed force anymore. I also do love how Superboy this whole time is like, no, they made me do it. No, don't do this to me. You can't get rid of me. I'm going to be Superman when I grow up. And <laughs> and they're like dragging him into this like, they're all running so fast that they just drag him into hell. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, what happens is Alex goes to that big space fight that wasn't relevant for all these pages, but they kept coming. Yeah, it's to at it. the center of the universe, so you're like, oh, that's got to be important. No, but the center of the universe is in the wrong place now. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever that means. I'm going to fix everything, he says, <laughs> as like the Earth starts to shake. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then it's like, it shows two Earths. Yeah, so he has, he created a second Earth. And the issue ends with Earth 2 Superman and Lois Lane arriving at the Daily Star, which is the Earth 2 uh, Daily, Daily Planet. Planet. And they're like, like, we're home. We're home. Yes. I'm talking about New Earth today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So issue five opens with an, the Earths near each other. Like you, From Earth, you can see Earth, this new Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a big mass with all the superheroes who are Christian that show up and say... Hear a prayer. I love that this one guy is a demon but a Catholic and he's burning in the church. I'm like, God is so mean to do that to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, a Catholic, you gotta be penitent. And that's true. Uh. And a d- good old Detective Chimp tells us this. And then... <laughs> uh, so they're on this... <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon if you want to hear more about Detective Chimp and the rude thing Phil says about it. <laughs> uh, then we get back to this new Earth and yeah, like... We said the end of the last issue. Well, oh, actually, New the... Earth is the universe created after Flash. <laughs> right, this so is Earth Two. Is oh yeah, Earth... and a bunch of yeah, Earth Two. Right. The heroes that were originally Earth Two disappeared. Oh, when the what is Earth this one called then? 
Is this it's just Earth 2? Okay. It's just Earth yeah, 2. Yeah. Sorry. So why are these people on Earth 2 that are... So these are all Golden Age characters. So you have yeah. Grandpa Flash, you have Wildcat. You... Oh, yeah. okay. This so they dog were man. automatically transferred <laughs> yeah. to Earth 2. They were originally from here and got mushed into the yes. other Earth. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's why they all look so stupid. All right. Uh, so, I mean, seriously. Yeah, it's all right. This dog yeah. man. And before, before, while they're while they're adjusting to life here, before Sly yells at me, I just have to very quickly say, this is when Booster Gold brings Blue Beetle to Batman, and it's don't talk about him. <laughs> and I, I forgot he saved the world. Apparently, I forgot yeah. But this is the story. this is. Booster's like, Batman's like, I have a plan. I have to go find the Brother Eye satellite. And Booster's like, I already called everybody. I looked in the future who you took, but you didn't have Blue Beetle. And he's like, this is just some kid. And he's like, well, the Scarab merged with his spine. So now he's basically like like an Iron Man type character, but like yeah. not by choice. Alien, Iron Man of alien tech. Yeah, Why is yeah. he the only one who can see the cloaked Brother Eye? Because he has this alien tech Because, yeah, alien tech, Phil. I think okay. this was this was the other thing that really like bugged me after reading Omega because I love that Blue Beetle had an infor- inferiority complex because he couldn't use the scarab. He just had to be smart, and that was the one thing he had to rely on. Whereas here, this kid was like, "Oh, just I'm naturally gifted with well, this that, beetle." That actually becomes like a really major point of Jaime's solo series that launches right after this about like living up to the legacy of someone who has no powers but was a mm. great guy. Where you're mm. just like this kid that was given all these powers, yeah. but none of that is is here. But it's also I think it's fair to say that it's not supposed to be because Jaime the whole time is like I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just this kid, the guy who tr- is on my toothpaste. No, I, I just feel like I've I've read so many like Spider-Man esque stories where a kid is just given great powers that's and fair, does that's gr- fair. great things with it. Whereas I don't feel like I've read a lot of things where it's like like Batman like guys, but like more on the failure spectrum of. But Batman. also, uh, Spider-Man like characters were more common in Marvel than DC. I think yeah, Jaime like, was one of the most, most prominent early ones for yeah. DC. That's very mm-hmm. fair. So we on Earth two, there Earth two Superman tells us. Why uh, he lo- fell in love with Lois? It's like a, you know, sweet thing. And then she still collapses, and she, he's like, "What the fuck? I'm on Earth too. This is supposed to fix you." And she's like, "I had a good life. I'm grateful." <laughs> and and he says, uh, "I couldn't save her Earth back then, but I will save you. It's what I do. Superman always saves Lois Lane." And she's like, "You know, that's not how it works." With all your powers, with everything you saw and did, you still never. It it can't end this way. It's not. And then she passes away and he goes, it's not going, what? It's not going to end this way? Is that what you're trying to say, Lois? This is actually one of my favorite scenes in the whole book. And he screams so loud, he shatters the glass throughout Metropolis. And then on Earth-1, Earth-1 Superman hears him yelling on Earth-2. <laughs> A fellow and, Superman in trouble. Yeah, he flies over. That'll come up again later, I guess. Uh, some bullshit is, what is this? It's it's more Wonder Woman. My favorite is Wonder Woman goes to stop these people from rioting. They're like, oh, you're a murderer. I'm like, yeah, oh, we're rioters. Uh, we're killing people, but you're actually, you can't judge us. There's a guy with a gun and she deflects a bullet. And they're like, oh, why'd you do that? You're a murderer. It's like, come yeah. on. Yeah, and the Wonder Woman stuff like, this. Like, you can make this idea yeah. work that she she's more morally ambiguous. Like, but yeah, this is you want character assassination. This is it right here. Yeah. yeah. And then who shows up but a uh, Golden Age uh, Wonder Woman, I guess? Yes. Yeah, and in the invincible yep. jet. Yeah, yep. And then, so we have the two Supermans hanging out now on Earth too. He's like, "Do you need help?" Uh, and he's like, and "It's your fault. You brought this corruption with you. You're spreading it like a disease." You and he picks up a car mm-hmm. and it says, "You killed my wife," and smashes it into our Superman. And, and it, this is the cover of Action Comics number one. Yeah, it's the uh, reverse. Rather than saving the guy with the car, he's smashing it into Superman. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it uh, is really good. 
Um, so they fight, whatever. For some reason, Alex Luthor needs the help of Psycho Pirate. Psycho the only, Pirate. The only guy who can see between the universes, who can walk between the worlds. And... Psycho Pirate. If you ever read uh, Grant Morrison's Animal Man, Psycho Pirate is a major part of Grant Morrison's Animal Man, and he, it's like a big augmentation. Like, Psycho Pirate's a good character. Why, is, like, why don't people like Psycho Pirate? Why isn't he important? And yeah. Jeff Johns is like, I like Psycho Pirate. Here's the main character in this book, Psycho Pirate. So this is not explained at all in the book, I don't think. But the reason why he's there is because he was a major character in Crisis on Infinite Earths. He's the only one who remembers the multiverse. Oh, yeah. He's the only one that retained that. Yes. his memory. So we Actually, get, uh, I think they do say that, but they don't give a lot of context. It's just like, oh, we're Psycho Pirate. And Psycho Pirate, by the way, makes people make, basically makes people feel emotions and controls them that way. Yeah. It also doesn't matter. He's about to die. Spoilers. I know, but like he, he tries to fucking control uh, Black Adam's emotions, and Black Adam's like, no, you don't. And just po- poke his eyes out so hard they explode his head. It was yeah. weird, too, because like that scene of him dying was like kind of comedic. I'm like, this guy was like kind of the only other villain other than Alex and maybe like Superboy Prime that's in this like repeat through multiple scenes. Yeah. And that he yeah. dies in like a jokey way where like heroes are working with Black Adam spoilers and they're like, ooh, they're like, that's pretty violent. I'm like, you guys shit. You shit on Wonder Woman <laughs> who killed a guy who was mind controlling Superman. Meanwhile, you work with Black Adam. He murders a man. You're like, ooh, I wouldn't want to be on the end of that. No, well, to be <laughs> yeah. fair, they're not like, oh, Black Adam's on our side. Yeah, they're like, I think Black Adam's on our side. Let's take advantage of this for now. Yeah. Like, it's very much like Black Adam's like a villain that's working with us at this moment. But like, still, they're yeah. just like, it's. I feel like they're just, whatever, so much leeway to, to villains. It's like, oh, they do kill people. Oh, well. I think I think it's more probably the Wonder Woman scenes because those scenes are d- more dumb than. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, so we get the two Wonder Womans hanging out, and Mama Wonder Woman is basically just giving <laughs> a pep talk to our Wonder Woman, who's like, "Hey, you know what you need to remember is people are humans, and you're human too, and." Uh, remind people that people make mistakes, even Superman. She drops her off with the two Supermans. Despite all the flaws of humanity, there's just so many strengths. Remind him of that and remind him of that. So, and so the two Supermans are fighting and she shows it, up. It's also, like, hey, we, did, it we up. didn't mention this, but it's like a minor point that Wonder Woman has lost her home. The Amazonians, after seeing like the world, seeing their dangerous tech, they're like, let's teleport away. With yeah, the, the gods teleport them away. I briefly mentioned it, but I don't think I finished my thought. But yeah, and, and we'll never come back. We'll never, you'll never be able so to So now us. Wonder Woman doesn't like have a home. So that's why she's also been kind of lost because yeah, all yeah. of her yeah. friends are gone now too. So they yell at each other for a while. Or if old Superman's like, you could have made it perfect, but we fucked it up. You're shitty. That's yeah, why you, I'm guys, here. you guys lobotomized your your villains. You built a spy, a spy satellite that killed people. You killed Maxwell Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are not good. And then Superman is like, uh, you know, if you're from this Earth, it can't be perfect because a perfect Earth doesn't need Superman. And he's like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually Ultraman. like that a lot. Me it's too. a good, yeah, it's it's like, a good line. Good scene. Yeah. It's, and it it's like, he's like everything's so much better in my world. It's like then why is Superman needed? Well, like yeah. too is like how he's drawn, like him realizing that he's actually darker than our heroes, like the Wonder Woman and this, the gritty Wonder Woman and Superman. Yeah, the coloring yeah. as he realizes that. Yeah. So yeah. then we go back to uh, this uh, reality <sighs> canon or whatever that Alex Luthor's making. This is just this is this is this is where it gets into all the nonsense. Where I was saying like. I like the messaging behind it, but I found Flex Mentel so much more convincing, even though that was nonsensical too, but that was like, you were supposed to enjoy the nonsense here. It, it was postmodern. This is just, shuts happening because the plot demands is happening. Yeah, because this starts getting like crazy. And like, so they basically <laughs> use the this the cannon with all the heroes on it from the different universe, and the, the Supermans are like the fuel or something. And so it's a meta they, commentary that that everything keeps from Superman because Superman was the first superhero ever, first superhero DC. So they, it's a meta commentary that everything's tied to Superman. Uh, so mm-hmm. now uh, Lex Luthor is using Superman to basically merge all the worlds together to find the perfect world, and he's like shifting through them now. 
Yeah, yeah. and instead of two Earths, now there's like a million in the sky, and they're all like slamming into each other and blowing and one's up. One's a cube. That's bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> oh. Uh, so we have, thank God, Nightwing's here uh, to save the day. Nightwing and Robin, they're gonna save the day. Nightwing and Robin, it's Superman. And Super Superboy, Boy, Superboy. Superboy. It's yeah, not yeah. Superboy Prime, just Superboy. Superboy. Our, our Superboy. I mean, yeah. Superboy f- from Earth One. Connor Kent. Connor Kent. God damn, kill me and now. The Flash shows up again. Yeah. And uh, spoilers, wait, which this, Flash is this? So this is it they is, don't say it it is now. Kid Flash. It is Kid. No, he says it's him. Like it, they don't say it now. It later. later. He says it later. But it's it's Kid Flash that's now grown up. They kept Superboy Prime trapped in the Speed Force for, for years. years. Yeah, but he Oops. broke out and now he's here. And he's Superboy Prime, and he's got this crazy armor. He's, and he's ready so, to beat the shit out of everybody. And he's now, been he's been in prison for years, so he's fucking pissed. Yes, <laughs> and also uh, he has the monitor's armor, so now yeah. he got the, the anti-monitor's shit armor. The anti-monitors. Now he got the anti monitors pa- <laughs> powers. He got Superboy Prime's powers. He got the fucking shit from being. If you're trapped in the Speed Force, how are you constructing armor? <laughs> Whatever the Speed Force is, he can go through time and get the fucking. I'm just armor. like, because he came back, I'm like. What? Like, I thought it was a big momentous moment, them pushing him so fast, he's just, like, got out of here, and said, it's like, no, I'm just back, dog, and now I got cool armor that makes me immune to magic. <laughs> well, the reason why that fucking fashion is dumb is yeah. if they did that whole fucking, all those pages in this very dense book, like, this, you could have spent that time explain Connor Kent better and all this other stuff. He's yeah. been all the time yeah. on, the, on, the, on the Flash scene and all it is is temporarily slowed down yeah. Superboy Prime for an no, issue. They, the yeah. whole thing is because DC just wants to make me watch Wally West die as many times as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we're up to like three or four now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, we keep picking issues where it happens. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> issue six. Issue six opens with all the planets, and and so the Green Lantern and Batman and Blue Beetle are like, let's go find I, Brother. Eye. I love this how Green Arrow is making jokes as these different Earths smash each other. It's like Cracker Jacks on me at the next baseball game. I got Yankees tickets, or that's Hal Jordan, whoever. Yeah, I, I can imagine you'll do it. like if you saw the world blowing around you. Like I will make I'll make jokes. Too. I think like, you'd be in shock. I know, yeah. but like I, I would be shocked, and then I'll probably make grim jokes. Like I, I would not yeah. like you. Have, I don't think I think it's part of like how humans. That's all I know how to cope, do. I'm gonna be excited for a mushroom clad to go off in the distance when we're hanging out with Slide. He's gonna be like ripping us. Wait, does well, it look like a dick, guys? <laughs> basically, what happened after Trump won. Uh, my sense of humor got darker after that. So I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 say, I say I've got a good sense of how I'll yeah. react to the situation. Uh. Like this. So we get like a montage of all the these universes, and what what's happening here is Alex Luther is grabbing different Earths and picking elements of different Earths and slamming them together to mm-hmm. form what he finds is the perfect like Earth. like the ultimate yeah. DC editor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you guys see there's a planet if they had to make a new world? <laughs> there's, there's a planet the bizarre Earth has bizarre Superman choking bizarre Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how one of the Earths is just they're all cowboys. <laughs> uh, Earth eight ninety eight. I'm like, what is going on here? It's a wild. It's a western. Always. It's Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oof, there's just so many characters. Then this is another scene battle. of just the Spectre showing up and killing everybody. That doesn't matter at all. Yes. Oh yeah. So I like how there's a, there's a universe where just it's always the Nazis. They mentioned earlier. They're like, yeah, there's a universe where they just always fight. The superheroes are always fighting Nazis. I'm like, okay. uh, that's our universe. That's Earth Prime. <laughs> so they go. Uh, oh, so Batman leads a team to go after a Project Omac. And just to briefly sum up, Mr. Terrific, Mr. Terrific's an atheist before he talked about how God is stupid. And people are like, how can you not believe in God if all this shit you see? And he's like, this might be the most penis explanation for it. 
Uh, so now Mr. Terrific reveals his power. He's, he could be a visible technology. And he basically sneaks into a Project Domac and Wait, reveals his power? Did he always have this power? No, yeah, he always had, I mean, he reveals it to the, to the, like, to the oh, reader okay. in, in the story, I mean. He yeah. always has his power, but it's to reveal why, why he's here. He was here because he has his power to be invisible technology. And he disables Project Omac. That sums up that scene, all that old pages. And we also, we see that uh, Superboy Prime, while he's starting to fight everybody, he's immune to magic. So Black Adam is powerless against him. Oh, yeah. And, and Omac, while he's fighting Batman before he gets disabled, he keeps saying, like, Nightwing is a, you have Nightwing fighting Superboy, Superboy Prime. Like, what the fuck is going to happen? Nightwing's going to die in this comic. You fucking idiots. Their power <laughs> yeah. is so disparate. So at the end of this issue, I'm going to talk about why that is so on the nose. But yeah. So yeah, they just, is this whole issue just fighting? Yeah, I don't yeah, think uh, we need fighting. to talk about anything here. It's just a lot of fighting. Wait, punching. Stonehenge, guys. What? <laughs> we oh. talked about that. That's on the Spectre yeah, yeah. shows up. Yes, yeah, Spectre blows up people's uh, blood yeah. person. So Superboy now shows up and he's really, really fighting Superboy Prime a lot. And most of the issue is just this fight between the two of them. And I actually, I like this fight because it's a lot of like, I'm the real Superboy. Like the same kind of issues we were talking about before, but Superboy is like really trying to prove himself. And at... And Superboy's really trying in the last last fight. He was mostly uh, just getting, letting him get the ship. Yeah, getting, letting yeah. himself get the ship out of him. But now he's like trying to fight. Yeah. And Superboy Prime really beats the hell out of him. But during this whole fight... Oh, yeah, he says, I let you judge me, beat me down. But you go after my girlfriend, you go after my family, after my world, no way, no damn way. So now he's motivated to fight to protect his world. Yeah, and during this fight, they smash the giant anti-monitor corpse machine. And then in all the wreckage, we see, like, this whole multiverse get, like, shattered. There's all these things going on. It's crazy. And then we... Wonder Girl finds... Who's Superboy's girlfriend? Finds his body... (laughs) And, but he's like, he said I wasn't the real Superboy. He was wrong. I just forgot for a little while. We all forgot. Don't let them forget again. And she's like, you did it, Connor. You saved the Earth. You saved everyone. He's like, isn't it cool? And he dies in her arms. Yeah. And it's actually, I think it's a pretty impactful death scene. Yeah, when, when Daryl said, like, this is worse than Heroes in Crisis, I think this scene alone makes this comic way better than Heroes in Crisis. Mm-hmm. I think that's more emotional. Uh, There's I, nothing I, good about Heroes in Crisis, so I didn't feel anything for this. I thought that, that that's, that's one of those lines I feel... It shows the character. It's not just, oh, I'm glad well, I sacrificed himself. It shows that Superboy is still like a Superboy from the 90s. Isn't it cool I saved the universe as he dies? I, that's, I think a good writer does that. And instead of just having yeah. a generic, well, honor my death or some shit. I think he touched the character and, and uh, like a really tragic So, note. especially because the behind the scenes here was that Dan DiDio, the editor, really wanted to kill Nightwing in this book. He was like, you have to kill Nightwing. Fuck Nightwing. We have to kill Nightwing. <laughs> and Jeff Johns, who was writing Teen Titans at the time, and we already talked about how his life work was to tell the story about how he's cloned from Lex Luthor. He said, listen, if you don't kill Nightwing, I will kill Superboy instead. If you need a big death in this issue, I will sacrifice my pet character so mm. that Nightwing can live because Nightwing's too important to the DC universe. Yeah. So they... They said, okay, so, like, I think that Jeff Johns is really showing his love of Superboy in the scene, but also, like, I think it makes way more sense for Superboy to be the one to die. It makes makes way more sense for that to be the arc that this takes. It's just, it's a better writing choice. Yep. But it also explains why Nightwing is so prevalent in the early issues for really, like, he he shouldn't really be. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, in issue seven... 
that it starts right where we left off, but now we see this huge cut of, like, all these supervillains and all these superheroes, just, like, 10 million characters. They're all on <laughs> one Earth now, and they're all, like, It's now. just crazy. Like, yeah. it's like, who are these My people? is just uh, Bane-breaking someone else's back. You don't even know who it is. He's like, ah, you don't even care. Bane's gonna Bane. <laughs> and at this point... Uh, I love how the Riddler is fighting. I'm like, what is he doing <laughs> He's here? He's not fighting. He's getting his ass kicked by a <laughs> flying person. By by guy on the fucking uh, I forget his name, but uh, on the guy in the fucking you got Solomon Grundy getting shot in the back. Oh, it's probably Shining Knight <laughs> if he's on a Pegasus. Whatever. Uh, Doomsday's so, here. For just Doomsday shows up. For fun. I, I love this. Doomsday shows up and he's like, "Oh my god, how he almost he beat Superman last time. Now it's two Superman, so it's okay." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you out Doomsday. Yeah, so they're fighting Doomsday. It's just everybody's fighting everybody. For it's just so much time. fighting. And yeah. at this point, the Superboy Prime is like, uh, I'm going to be the one who ends this. And he goes to fly away. The Green Lantern Corps tries to stop him. Oh, I just want to quickly explain. This is what they explained. They explained that when Superboy blew up the machine and the worlds merged back together, uh, that's when all the reality shifting stuff happened. And they, it's, I, I bring it up because, like, Super goes, like, by point by point. Like, in this universe, Batman was known to the public. And, and like, why would he <laughs> yeah. bring this up? Like, why would he bring this up to Superboy Prime? What, what also, is happening? Uh, yeah. one thing about the, the, the cosmic stuff that they mentioned earlier is that, like I said, the, the center of the universe shifted. It was normally Oa, I guess. Yeah. And the so, Green Lantern planet. Yeah, so uh, Alex Luther was trying to shift the center of the universe to the old center of the universe or something so he could sync up, whatever. And, uh... Now Superboy Prime is like, I'm going to fly through Oa and just blow up. I'm going to restart. I'm going to make a big bang and I'll be the only one left. And I'm going to restart the universe. I'll do a reboot with just me. Yeah. And I can do what I want. So yeah. the Green Lantern Corps shows up. Uh, Superboy Prime kills Big Head Guy, which I love. And, you know, RIP. <laughs> it is crazy how strong Superboy Prime is. Yeah. And yeah. then, so the... Two Supermen go off to fight to fight Superboy Prime, and they're chasing him down. And at this point, Batman confronts Alex Luthor, and he's like, I know what Superman's going through. He doesn't deserve that. Superboy didn't deserve that. What do you deserve? And he holds a gun up to Alex Luthor's <laughs> head. And uh, ba- Batman does this to L- yeah, Alex. Yeah. Wonder Woman s- s- comes up and says, Bruce, and she throws down her sword, I guess showing that she's not a murderer anymore. She's mm-hmm. like, it's not worth it. And Batman hesitates and says, I know, damn it. And he throws the gun down, which I actually like the scene where Batman... How does like, that lose their not just blow them up? Well, because his, have... his theta waves don't affect uh, whatever. Gun to my head, no. Only thing that happens conveniently after fucking a rock explodes. It's a good thing that happened. Ross Alex could have just got revenge right, right then and there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so... We see Superboy and Superman and the other Superman are the two, the Earth 2 Superman. The two Supermen are fighting Superboy Prime. Yeah, and they're trying to drag him to Krypton. And he's like, you're an idiot. You're two idiots. Krypton, Kryptonite won't affect me. But they drag him through the Red Sun. Yes, the Red Sun does affect him, according to his canon. That's where he was kept. They kept him under a red sun in the Speed Force. I guess that's fair. Yeah. So they land on the... Oh God, you guys are going to be so mad. Oh, also, it blows up his armor when he goes through yeah. the red sun. Yes. And, the, red, yeah. and the, the armor was letting him harness the power of yellow suns. Yes. It was like a yellow sun battery or something. Yeah. yeah. So, it also makes him immune to magic. So I'm like, okay, this guy's done. You yeah. know, once that's like... So they oh. land on the Green Lantern planet, Mogo, who is stationed by Krypton. 
And they just start like beat. So Superboy Prime is now beating the shit out of Earth to Superman. And he's like, you know, you said the Earth was dark and corrupted. You saw it had to happen. You saw our sacrifice become pointless. Lois died because of them. My Earth died because of them. You have to understand why I'm doing this. And he's like, really? Like his knuckles are bloody. Mm -hmm. And our Superman comes and grabs him. They start fighting. He smashes them with kryptonite. And they're really, they're all like depowered. And it's just like an all out brawl. Mm -hmm. And and Superman starts yelling like it's it's not about where you were born it doesn't matter what universe you came from or powers you have or what you wear in your chest it's only about what you do it's about action as like all three of them just collapse mm, next yeah. to all this kryptonite and then the Green Lanterns show up and neutralize all the kryptonite uh, we Power Girl Old Man Superman passes away yeah in, in Power Girl's arms and we got we got seen the uh, image of Golden Age Superman Golden Age Lois Lane uh, as Superman's... I thought that was nice, as as silly as it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and no, I think a lot of the the moments in this issue are nice. So, and Superman, Earth Two Superman says it's not going to end. It's never going to end for us. One day you'll see they're still out there, Lois, and that's when he dies. And then we just get like a quick montage of like, here's all the new status quos. Yeah, the Spectre yeah. is an old cop, and Bart is the Flash now, and all these heroes that were in space are missing. And then for the epilogue, we get the payoff to the Joker scene. From yeah, before. we get the payoff. The Alex Luthor is quote payoff. Yeah, Alex Luthor is sneaking around the the alleyways of God. He's like, ah, I failed this time to merge all the universes and make the perfect Earth, yeah. but next time yeah. I'll be successful. Yeah. I will make but it perfect. He gets stopped by the Joker and our Lex Luthor, and he's like, Alex, Lex Luthor says, you made a lot of mistakes. You underestimated Superman and Superboy, me, but the biggest one, you didn't let the Joker play. Now who's stupid? And they kill him. <laughs> yeah. And then so we get uh, the final... It's, very, it's, it's funny because it's moral. is like, oh, uh, they did the right thing in like, killing Alex, but... Uh, the, the villains killed him. Is, like, is, yeah. is that a better message? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then we get that the Trinity, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman are all going away for a year. Batman is retracing his steps to like reground himself as like retracing steps like when he trained to be Batman. But this time he's learned not to go it alone. He's bringing Robin and Nightwing with him. Superman is powerless. He's lost all his powers by flying through the sun. And Wonder Woman is gonna go find out that? who she is. Well, <laughs> yes, he does. They, they say I did not get that from this. Uh, yeah, where does he say that? Maybe he doesn't say it in this, but that is what happened. <laughs> wow, that is a big thing to leave. Yeah, out. That's a big, big loss. Maybe it was implied, but when when Super, Superboy lost his powers and they're all surrounded by Kryptonite, uh, I, I missed it. Maybe I thought it was the Kryptonite depowering them. Yeah, I thought you, you're not around Kryptonite. You're good. That well, is a good point. Okay, so, again, okay. Jeff Johns can't establish things to save life. <laughs> well, okay. the thing is, Jeff Johns was about to write the Superman book where he immediately says it in the first issue. So but why not say it in this? So he, like, yeah, why not? He why should not? really say it. I was like, I guess Superman's leaving for whatever reason. But And, yeah. and yeah. Lois Lane's like, uh, um, Wonder Woman's like, I've been Wonder Woman for so long, and you find out who Diana is. So I want yeah. to stop so, being Wonder for you. And they're like, a world without Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman, huh? And, and they're like, what are you going to do with all your time? And it's like, I'd say things are in good hands. And it's all the heroes that aren't those three. And that leads into what we're doing next time. Yeah. yeah. And 52. well, wait, there's one more scene. A stinger. <laughs> so Superboy Prime is kept in a Green Lantern jail outside a red sun. And they no, have like inside a red sun, right? Yeah, inside a red sun. <laughs> oh, okay. He's, He's in there. A red Green sun. Lantern and jail. they have all these Green Lanterns <laughs> watching him guard and... Superboy Prime carves an S into his chest, and he's like, I've been in worse Blood. places than this, and I've gotten out. And that ends Infinite Crisis. And he's drooling because he's crazy. 
So the twist, the twist is that he was Edgelord all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like actually liked how he went from being a naive kid and he just he he fell down so far that he's just like a psychopath now. Yeah. But like why you have to kill this guy. You have to. Yeah. You can't you can't keep him here. No, yeah. Phil, the I, lesson we learned is you can't kill anyone. He's Even so fucking strong. Maxwell Lord, Alex Luther, so, slamming universes together, you're like, let this guy repent. So the one thing I wanna say, I wanna publicly apologize to Sly. Because I like Superboy Prime quite a lot, but mm-hmm. I this was not my first Superboy Prime story, and mm-hmm. I read other stories later, like before, where he was much more of a satire on comic fanboys, that he's just like complaining about continuity all the time, he's like, my characters in my universe are the only ones that matter, you guys are ruining comic books, and like, but like, he doesn't say comic books, but like, he becomes <laughs> like this real like, nerd rage satire on like comic book fans and how terrible they are and i would always defend him and so i would be like he sucks and he's not that in this book very much no not at all he is he is just um like pretty much for full describe like this kid and and that that, that backstory is given to him because of fucking um secret files yeah. otherwise jeff johnson makes him go killer like in his first appearance basically no because in the in the first scene he starts he starts saying like when he's fighting and he accidentally kills people he's like oh shit i'm sorry i didn't mean to do this yeah i know that's oh. it but like part of the problem is also this comic goes so fast paced that they yeah. don't develop things yeah. well enough i so, mean like, they, in, in the thread you mentioned there's a character here who's sly and i'm like this is definitely sly <laughs> But why don't you agree with my opinions? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Which is funny because uh, Ryan was always like, he's such a good satire on comic book dumb. And then I'm like, what's satire here? That yeah, Jeff comic Johns book has... nerds? Are, are the edgelords all along? Are you saying out is it because of me? Because <laughs> so, I'm yeah. an edgelord and I like comic, comic books. Jeff Johns goes on to write him in, I think, three or four more stories. And I really, really, really like all those stories much more than I like Infinite Crisis. But I am sorry that I called you Superboy Sly for like five <laughs> years. <laughs> Superboy <laughs> Sly. Five years, wow. It's longer than he was trapped in the Speed Force. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I want to publicly apologize for Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> and, but it's just funny how, like, there was such a miscommunication for so long that I, I, I said before we started this, like, I feel like Ryan was gaslighting me for, like, five years. <laughs> like, this character is so great. And I'm like, what's so great about this character? <laughs> so that is Infinite Crisis. And as I mentioned, we are going to talk about that year where there was no Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman starting next in two weeks and then going weekly for four episodes of 52. So get very hyped for that because it has been one of our most requested things get but hyped I was like, because i'm not <laughs> <laughs> but i was like it's way too long to ever do in our format but we're gonna try it mm-hmm. but die trying before, before we do that even though you don't have a choice what'd you guys think of infinite crisis daryl would you read more of this <laughs> no <laughs> it's it's like a lot of it's what i dislike about comics and the stuff that was interesting that phil had brought up that you guys have brought up it's like this stuff's interesting but it's like would i slog through all of this stuff to especially think about what we were saying about like the last two issues where we were like boy it's a lot of fighting these guys are fighting this guy's fighting bane's breaking backs for whatever reason <laughs> and it's like th- none of this was like interesting enough and the fact that it ends with like alex luther wasn't a very compelling villain for me and then at the end it's like joker gets them like mm. ah you never that leave out so th- this popular to me that was like harley quinn like killing mm. the flash type of a deal where i'm like sure whatever popular character kills this other character because they're mm. so good that's and a fair great. point but his theta beams or whatever <laughs> well, yeah. well to, uh, he lost his power somehow i don't know how his power works but i guess it makes sense that the joker did beat him but <laughs> whatever. Whatever. whatever whatever what about you phil I kind of liked it. I would not pay money to read this. <laughs> I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't pick it up on my own. But if I had to read more, I would. 
Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, my final thoughts is that I still really like, there's a lot of things that happen that are not explained in the book at all that I was like, oh, this is a really cool status quo. Like the stuff with the specter and everything. Like there's all this stuff that I recognize that in its place in the grand tapestry of the DC universe at the time, I really like the book, but as a standalone event, I, I really think maybe Blackest Night is the only good event there is <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's... It, it definitely didn't hold up as well as I thought it would, and I think it I think it is a comic book for big comic book fans, yes. and that's it. Yes. Which a lot of times we've talked about how events are billed as not that. It's supposed to be like, everybody come jump on this book, and like, you know, let's look at how the universe is reshaped. But like, this is very much just I, for big I think DC fans. That only works with the smaller scale stuff. Like, yeah. I would say Identity Crisis is actually not a bad one to jump in on. Yeah, I yeah. I, I think that that's that's like I also, this. Yeah, you reminded me that the other thing I really hated is I hate when things get set up. It's not like a conclusion to a story. It's that you're setting up status quo type yeah. of deal. And this book yeah. has a lot of that. It has a lot. It's like Wally just like kissing his family real quick and then absorbing them into the Speed Force. It's like whatever. It doesn't matter to the overall story, but it's like oh, if you're a big Wally fan, this could be really interesting. It's yeah. so it's so funny that like all the stuff that used to remind me like now I find it's it's, it's nostalgic for me. Because now, like, the, the Marvel is this all the time where they establish, they do stuff just to establish status quo, but a status quo for a book that never happens. Like, they had Nick Fury, like, if you know the Watcher from Marvel, they had Nick Fury become the Watcher for no reason. He never showed up in any book after that, pretty much. I'm like, why? 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 But he no, like, at least, at least this stuff, a person wanted this stuff to happen so they could set up their book. At least a person followed up on this. At least a writer wanted this to happen. Marvel just has shit happen for no reason now. So, I, I, I this, this is nostalgic for me, having, at least setting up a book that you can read later on. Yeah, I was gonna say it's because for you there is actual like closure to it. You can actually read these arcs about like what's mm. the Spectre up to now th that you yes. like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my opinion, uh, it's funny like uh, when we do these issues we have like we uh, make our piece of these stories after reading them multiple times. <laughs> yeah. uh, like we did with, with uh, Civil War when we when we reread it for our first mm -hmm. episode. Uh, but when I first read it, I only read up to issue four. I thought I thought the book was garbage. Fuck the series. <laughs> then I read it again under Ryan's recommendation. I liked it a lot more. And basically, the third time I made my piece of it, I kind of realized why I didn't like it the first time and why I liked it more the second time. Mm -hmm. I think the first half of this book is complete trash. It is almost <laughs> unreadable. Uh, second half, it becomes an actual story. I, I wish from the start it focused more on Batman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. Superman, yeah. and focused more on them and got more, relegated most of the other stuff to tie-ins. Mm -hmm. And I wish, and it probably would have been better yeah, for being yeah. a bit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You just reminded me. That's a really good point. That I felt like reading so much of this. Where I'm like, well, if I gave a shit about any of this stuff, why wouldn't I read the tie-ins? But I guess like John's wanted to establish that these are what these people are doing during this time. But, or something. but like, even if you want, to, if you want that, like, there's one scene of the Spectre where we, sh where we also want the Spectre. The, all the all the wizards summon the Spectre of Desperation, and the, that's when the Spectre kills a random person. Yeah. That should have been the only time Spectre shows up because it gets the point across that something's going wrong with Spectre. Like one scene or two. But they keep going. They have pages and pages of like the fucking uh, Uncle Sam's team. Like Uncle Sam should be... If you want that, Uncle Sam should have died off panel in another tie-in. Like if you want this stuff to happen, it should have just been... No, but you like, need one, the biting one... political satire of Uncle Sam drowning in oil. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Like that's how you do it. That's how you do this right. But this... Like... It, 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 this, this book uh, could have been amazing... It's 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 a, a crap book that becomes okay later on. Okay, fair. I don't fair. even think it becomes okay. But like I said, I think it's a lot of it is written for comic book fans, so there's there's more here for Sly than for you for sure, Daryl. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Cool. So real quick, I'll keep this very quick. But uh, while you're waiting for 
the 52 episodes, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash flying machine. And I want to mention, I want to give a plug for another show on the network. I want to mention the Potsdam podcast real quick. Sly mentioned how I was gaslighting him for years about this book. And Jay <laughs> that's just, not, that's <laughs> not what gaslighting is. I know, but Jay <laughs> just did an episode on evangelical gaslighting mm-hmm. and how it fits into like how a lot of the anti-abortion laws and all this stuff kind of fits into this like gaslighting narrative that the radical right has kind of seeped into American politics over the last like 40 years. And uh, there is no multiverse in it. There's no a thousand characters, but it's a really, really good episode if you want something maybe a little more important than uh, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman fighting some guy in a big yellow suit. <laughs> so yeah, re- I'd recommend that at the that and all the other shows on the network can be found at flyingmachine.network. So thank you all for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been Earth One Superman. I've been Earth Two Superman. I've been Earth Prime Superman. And I've been our Superman. New Superman. The the Superman. Uh uh DCU Superman. Old Superman? <laughs> That's Earth 2 Superman. Now is that DCU or DCYOU, which is a different thing? Are you Superboy or <laughs> Superman? <laughs> Who is Christopher Reeves? What Superman? Cal L or Cal L? <laughs> well, whichever Superman you are, Daryl, I pray that you'll stay in continuity. I give you the incredible flying machine!